News Talk 830 WEEU, Reading. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. <coughs> when I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. This is a WEEU sports presentation. WEEU Sports presents exclusive live coverage of Berks County High School Basketball. High School Sports on WEEU is brought to you in part by Angstadt Family Dental, Bachman Roofing, Chick-fil-A, Cross Keys Insurance, Judd Firestone Plumbing, Coon Funeral Homes, Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, Mortgage America, Overhead Door Company of Reading, Redner's Warehouse Markets, Remax Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis, UECU and by Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society. Berks County High School Basketball presented by Cross Keys Insurance only on WEEU, the voice of Berks and beyond and online at 830weeu.com. Good evening, everyone, and welcome from Santander Arena. WE's coverage of Berks County High School basketball reaches the pinnacle game in the county, the Boys County Championship, and it matches the Wilson Bulldogs and the Reading Red Knights. The Red Knights, the defending county champion, Wilson won it in 2020 and 21. The Bulldogs won it in 22 and 23. Who will win it in 24? That's what we determine tonight. Wilson 16 and 8 overall in the season. Reading High at 17 and 7. Of course, they both come out of Division 1 of the Burks Boys Conference. The Red Knights won both meetings against the Bulldogs earlier this season. 54-48 at the Geigel and 50 to 44 in West Lawn. All of that means nothing right now. The winner of this one is your Burks County champion. High school basketball presented by Cross Keys Insurance is live on WEU, the voice of Burks County and beyond. Tell your friends, no matter where they are, they can hear tonight's game and all of our postseason coverage for free at 830weu.com. Take a timeout back with our pregame show from Santander Arena in downtown Reading after this. Bad hair day? Bad day at the office? Bad day behind the wheel? Hey, stuff happens, even to the best of us. At least your car insurance rate doesn't have to take a hit. Get Erie Rate Lock from Erie Insurance. Gives you a great rate that stays put until you change a car, driver, or your address. Plus, seriously good service. Now that's something to smile about. Your Erie agent in Reading and Hamburg is Cross Keys Insurance. Get a quote at 610-916-6190. Erie Rate Lock does not guarantee continued insurance coverage and is not available in all states. Shopping at Redner's has never been easier or more convenient with Redner's Ready, the order online and pickup service for Redner's Markets. Visit Redner'sMarkets.com and click on the Redner's Ready icon. Then choose your items, pay online, and pick up your order in any of the designated Redner's Ready parking spaces, and your groceries will be brought right to your car. It's Redner's Ready, the convenient online order and pickup service available only at Redner'sMarkets.com. 
Welcome back to Santander Arena alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. Wilson running high again. It is round three between these two teams. The Red Knights won the first two, but this one is for the county championship. The Bulldogs, Rich, playing like a much different team over the course of this. We saw them on Monday night against Exeter. They won it 74-51. Then against Burks Catholic here on Wednesday night, they won it 59-46. The staple for the Bulldogs with Matt Coldren and even before that with Reggie Weiss has always been built around defense. But averaging right now in the playoffs, 65-plus points per game. Bulldogs going to be a tough out if they can produce that kind of offense. And that's behind Maddox Gruber, who had right. 17 against Exeter in the quarterfinals and then poured in a career-high 31 here Wednesday night against Burks Catholic in the semifinals. Corell Akings also has stepped right. up his offense. He's averaging more than 17 points per game in his last four games since he had just four against Reading at West Lawn late in the regular season. Yes, uh, with, including that game, six of the seven uh, for Corell Aking, six of his last seven, he's been in double digits. The one Rich mentioned, that's the one, six of seven. Speaking of just one, how about 10 of 11 for Reading High? If there's a there's no hotter team in the county other than maybe the White Missing Girls who are 25 and 0, but the Red Knights have won 10 of 11, and again, the one is... The one they lost to Burks Catholic, in which they had a 21-point lead. The Saints came back on their home floor and won at 61-59. But running high, if they're, there's, they have no doubt about the fact that Francis Kamara's team is playing better than they have all season long. Well, you talk about a team that's peaking at the right time. That's the Red Knights. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I, they may be the hottest team in, in, in the District, district. 3 You're 6A, right. in, the, in the Class 6A bracket. The way they're playing right now, they're so different from the team that we saw the first week of January at the Geigel in a 24-point loss to Exeter. And I think a lot of that has to do with the return to the lineup of Nick Chapman, the heart and soul of the Red Knights. He is the intangibles. He brings the intangibles with his defense. The other night against... Um, geez, against Philbert. Oh, God. <laughs> They're starting to run together, know, aren't they? To run together. <laughs> Against Mueller in the semifinals, he was a massive factor yep. offensively and defensively. He had just four points. I mean, this is, he just has an influence and an effect on the game. I'll give you a Berks County word to describe Nick Chapman. He's a nudge. He is a nudge. <laughs> he's somebody you would hate to play yes. against. He's a yes. pain in that. But if he's on your team, yeah. he's yeah. kind of like a Pete Rose, if you yeah. want to use a baseball analogy. Yeah. When he's on your team, you love every ounce of it. But really, I mean, Yadiel Cruz has been the rock offensively yep. and defensively for Reading. He's averaging 22 and a half a game. He leads the county in scoring. But Malik Osumano had gone, wait to hear this, 14 straight games without double figures until this week in the playoffs had tw 13 against Schuylkill Valley, 18, a career-high 18 against Muhlenberg. He went 14 <laughs> games without being in double figures. Also had six block shots. If he plays like that offensively, not only will Reading be difficult to beat tonight, they will be very difficult to beat in the District 3 playoffs. We've talked about this. Francis Kamara's done a tremendous job tremendous. in his first season with huge shoes to fill. After, after Rick Perez resigned his position and went and became an assistant at Muhlenberg. Tremendous amount of pressure on Francis Kamara. Plus, his son is in the starting lineup. Well, Jeremiah is starting to reward Dad for his faith in him because Jeremiah Kamara is becoming a better, 
and better and better player, and he's in ninth grade. Yeah, he had 20 points against Muhlenberg in the semifinals. That's his career high. He also had 16 against Wilson at Westlawn in that regular season game. Had a big, big impact on that game. I think the guy to watch tonight. We'll get when we get to our keys. I'll, I'll say I'll save it. There's somebody else I think we, we're going to watch tonight. But really, Wilson, um, or I mean, excuse me, Redding has is playing at such a high level right now. And uh, again, uh, as hot as any team has been in Berks County all year. So let's do it. He lead, he teased you. We'll go all to right. it. That's keys. The game. We're <laughs> brought to you by Rebacks Real Estate Agent. Phil Macaronis. If you're buying or selling home, Phil Macaronis is a member of the Remax Hall of Fame. With over 20 years of experience running countless buyers and sellers, keys to their real estate transactions. Call 610-670-2770. Ask for Phil Macaronis for the keys to buying and selling your home. Bulldogs and Red Knights. Rich Garcella has his keys to the game. Bob, Wednesday night we saw maybe the most physical basketball game we've seen all year between Reading and Muhlenberg. Wilson has to match Redding's toughness here tonight. That's imperative. They can't back down. They've got to match their toughness. Second thing is they've got to keep the guards. Wesley Rosario, Jeremiah Kamara, Nick Chavin, they've got to keep them in front of them. The third thing is Bulldogs have to limit their turnovers. Redding can, turnovers could come at such a rapid clip against the Red Knights. They, the Bulldogs have to limit them. My X factor tonight for the Wilson Bulldogs is 6'4 junior Luke Levan. He had 13 at Reading High in, in, in January in a game Wilson led by eight midway through the third quarter, and he had 11 late in the regular season against Reading at Westline. He's the guy to watch for Wilson. For Reading, they've got to box out. They've got to keep Levan off the boards, but they also got to keep the other players who are very athletic, who keep them off the glass. Second, control tempo. Redding's got to play. They want to play at a frenetic pace. Wilson wants, Wilson will will go into transition, but they want to play at a slower pace. Redding, just like Wilson, they want to limit the turnovers. Wilson is a terrific defensive team. The only question all year is, can the offense be consistent for 32, full min, 32 minutes, a full game, and the Bulldogs have done that here in the Burks playoffs in their first two games. And when you're in this environment, and we're getting a great crowd here tonight as this thing is starting to roll itself in, but one other thing that you need to think about is composure. Red Knights are going to be fired up. You know that. If you're Wilson, you know they're going to be they're going to be at you. They're going to be in your face. They're going to be talking to you. you got to keep your composure. And at the same time, we saw that in some of the players for the Red Knights where they lost their composure at times. And it almost cost them a little bit. You gotta play with intensity, but you gotta play under control. Reading sophomore point guard Wesley Rosario was extremely frustrated Wednesday night. Had just two points, got into foul trouble. You can just see the body language. He got into it with one of the Muhlenberg players, not just words, not right. not any not, there was nothing, no, no, not even a shove or a push. I remember Daquan Burgess, the senior, pulling him off the court to prevent him from getting a technical foul or even ejected because if he was ejected, right. he wouldn't be He's able to playing. play tonight. Right. Wesley is the X factor for me tonight for Redding. He's got to play with composure and poise. We've seen him do that all year. He's been the distributor for the Red Knights. I think he's the key for the Reading High Red Knights. So we'll take a look now at the starting lineups. They're brought to you by UECU. Utilities employees work hard every day 
to keep our communities powered and connected. Utilities Employees Credit Union has been serving them and their families with everything from mortgages to auto loans to savings for college. Now, UECU wants to be there for you. Visit UECU.org to get started. Federally insured by NCUA, equal housing opportunity lender. Both these two coaches are coached by one of their own. Wilson coach Matt Coulter, Reading High coach Francis Kamara. The Bulldogs, Matt Coulter in his 23rd season. He's fifth all-time at Berks County Boys Basketball in wins over 400 with 407 and 196. Looking to get his fifth county title. Wilson appearing in its 18th Berks County Boys Championship game. Again, they've won 11 titles. Matt Coulter's won four of them. Reggie Weiss has won four of them. That's something he can get on his mentor. If he can come up with a championship game win here tonight, he would have one more than Reggie Weiss. The starting five for the Bulldogs, Luke LeVan, 6'4", and a junior, and Tommy Hunsinger, 6'1", and a senior, are the forwards. Tom, Tom McFadden, one of their top defenders at 5'11", and a junior. Corell Akings, 5'10", and a sophomore, averaging 12 points per game, and the red-hot Maddox Gruber, 5'10", and a junior, averaging 11.5 points per game. As Rich said, he had 31 in the win against Berks Catholic on Wednesday night. For Francis Kamara in his first season with the Red Knights, the Red Knights are 17-7. and seven. Malik Osumano, who was brilliant against Muhlenberg on both sides of the floor, 6'5", and a senior, and Yadiel Cruz, 6'2", and a junior, are the forwards for the Red Knights. The guards, we talked about the freshman, Jeremiah Kamara, 5'9", and a freshman. He's averaging just a tick under 10 a game at 9.9. But, but but has been really good in the playoffs. And he had 15 against Wilson the last time they met and 20 against Muhlenberg. Nick Chapman, Rich was talking to you about him. He's in double figures at 11 points per game, 5'10 senior. And then Wesley Rosario, Rich's choice is the X factor. Averages 7.5 points per game, but the sophomore point guard is not about scoring. He is the consummate point guard. The pass first, score second kind of point guard. And that's what makes him so good. Francis Kamara loves the things he brings to the table. And we were co- we were kind of kidding with Coach Kamara because he was walking out of the arena with us on Wednesday night. That sa- I said to him, you might have to put a, a seatbelt on Wesley Rosario between now and Wednesday. He said, yeah, yeah, we'll have a talk with him tomorrow at practice. So it was about that. And, and, and to Rich's point, if it's one thing to get a tee. It's another thing to get ejected because you get ejected and all of a sudden you get to the postseason – and, I mean, at any point in time of the season, you get ejected and you are out for the next game. So it's always something to think about. And Reading High fans will certainly remember that from a guy named Lonnie Walker. It happened to him as a junior. We're going to take a timeout when we come back. It's tip-off time at the arena, the Boys County Championship. Wilson Redding after this. Looking for a game-winning play for your next tailgate or get-together? Score big this season with trays from Chick-fil-A. Delicious chicken nuggets and chicken strips, fruits and garden salads, chocolate chunk cookies, and their delicious mac and cheese. Make a play with Chick-fil-A and you'll be a winner every time. Visit Chick-fil-A at Broadcasting Square, 5th Street Highway, and Exeter Commons. Chick-fil-A voted America's favorite fast food restaurant. Hi, this is Mike Kuhn with Kuhn Funeral Home. We're proud to announce four convenient locations to serve you. Coon Funeral Home in West Reading and Temple, Berkey and Driscoll in Hamburg, and Worker Troutman in Pottstown. Compassionate professional service while working cohesively as a team is what sets our family business apart. Thank you for believing in us 
and we promise to always be there for you. Jason, this furnace is struggling again. Should we get someone to fix it or just donate it straight to the museum? Wow, that is a real piece of history right there. Can I be of service? When you don't know what to do, when you're worried your older model furnace might be truly beyond hope, one man will be by your side, fighting for truth, justice, and a few more years of heat. Speaking of history, is archery still a thing? I'm the H.L. Bowman Bowman. And did you know that the furnace technicians at H.L. Bowman have the parts and experience to repair even the most quaintly outdated furnace and have you feeling cozy again in no time? I feel cozy just hearing you say that. Ashley, I'm standing right here. Not in tights, you're not. Visit hlbowman.com. When it comes to Italian food in Berks County, nobody does it like the Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society in Reading. Authentic homemade dishes have been served up by Victor Emanuel's Food for over 108 years. New memberships are now being accepted for only $10. The facility at 311 Hazel Street is also available for rental for your private parties, banquets, and celebrations. As the weather gets warmer, Victor's has a great outdoor picnic facility. Victor Emanuel Society, a taste of Italy right here in Reading. Welcome back to Santander Arena. Both these two teams will continue their season into next week. The Bulldogs will be the number 10 seed in the District 3 6A playoffs. They will play at Cedarcrest on Tuesday night. Cedarcrest, the number 7 seed. That's Tuesday night in, in Lebanon County at Cedarcrest. Reading High on Tuesday night will host Penn Manor. Red Knights are the number 6 seed. Penn Manor the number 11 seed. We'll have that one for you here on WEUR District 3. Playoff coverage will start on Monday night. Exeter at Lampeter Stroudsburg in Boys 5A, and then Reading High and Penn Matter on Tuesday. And if Reading and Wilson That's true. each win That's two true. games in the in the first round, yep. they will meet in the semifinals at, for the fourth time this year. It would not be the first time there was a round four for Wilson and Reading in the district playoffs. And, of course, it happened a couple years ago in a district championship with Stevie Mitchell. And the Red Knights and Bulldogs squared off against one another. Bob, I mentioned this during the girls' game, and I'll mention it again. A little bit of trivia. This is the sixth meeting in the county championship game between Reading and Wilson. I thought it was more often than that. It, it seems like it should be. It seems like it should be. Wilson is 4-1, and one, has won the last four. The first meeting came in 1990. Very historic game. Danielle Marshall led Reading High past Wilson 69-56 before a capacity crowd at Keystone Hall on the Kutztown campus. The center for Wilson happened to be a future Penn State and NFL quarterback by the name of Kerry Collins. Matt Coldren was a star on that team in 1990 for the Wilson Bulldogs. So here we go. We are set to go. Our officiating crew for this boys championship game. Craig Lavigna. Troy Lister, Jim Murray, the ball's in the air, and the Red Knights in their home whites. They're the number two seed. Control the tip, and it's the Bulldogs, the number four seed, in the visiting red and white who go on defense. Wesley Rosario tries to go by Tom McFadden. McFadden pokes it away. Red Knights regather. Tommy Hunsinger opening up against Yadiel Cruz, giving up a few inches of height, but Tommy Hunt, Tommy 
Hunsinger is one of Wilson's best defenders, along with Tommy McFadden, who's guarding Weshley Rosario. And Hunsinger will no doubt try to play very physically against Cruz. Tommy, obviously, a very good football player. And Rosario pulls up from the top of the key in a three. He already has more points than he did <laughs> Wednesday in the semis against Muhlenberg. Weshley Rosario with his 12th three of the season to put the Red Knights on top first. Wilson's first possession. Gruber guarded by Chapman, as you might expect. Swinging around the right corner for Hunsinger. Hunsinger off the Levan screen, alone at the foul line, and rattles home the jumper. Tommy Hunsinger averaging just 3.5 points a game. Not, a, not an offensive-minded player. Yadiel Cruz catch and shoot three from the top of the key, off the mark, and Carell Akings has the rebound. Akings from one end to the other, off balance. No, Levan there for the putback. That's no good, and Osumano has the rebound. Yeah, Levan has to be able to finish when he gets that ball, when he gets the ball that close to the basket. Golden opportunity lost for the Bulldogs. There's Akings almost stole it away from Kamara, but it ends up in Chapman's lap. He tries and off balance finishes. Nice finish by Nick Chapman. Kind of swung around Maddox Gruber to get to the basket. 5 2 Red Knights. We're a minute and 40 in. Boys County Championship for tonight here on WEU, the voice of Burks and beyond. High post, McFadden, backdoor closed. Off the screen from Levan. Tries to look inside, not there. Hunsinger gets it to him. Give it right back out to the corner for Hunsinger. Yeah, a little bit of a mismatch. Rosario guarding Levan inside. Osumano is kind of Size sagging anyway. off McFadden to help out defensively. Here's Levan posting up. Kicks it for McFadden along the baseline. His jumper no good. And, West, and Yadiel Cruz pulls down the Red Knight rebound. Up ahead for Kamara, right in front of Matt Coldren and the bench. And a timeout called now by the official. Official's timeout. Not sure. Maybe the clock issue? Pointing at the clock. It says 544 to go. Yeah, the official Craig Levigna said, you know, he called it an yeah. official timeout. I'm not sure. They're going to huddle here, I yeah. think. I think this is, yeah, this is. Uh, this has to be a clock Time, yeah. time left on the clock issue. I'm not sure if for some reason the clock didn't stop. But the play ball was in play. Yeah, and the officials, it's one of the things you have. This is one of the things I really have a whole lot of regards for officials for, for a lot of things they do. But all the things they have to watch, they still keep their eye on that clock. And, of course, they do have clocks on the top of the scoreboards here at the arena. So it does make it a little easier for the oh, officials. Oh, the score was incorrect. Oh, they had it backwards. Okay. Yes. So. And we're looking at the time <laughs> to figure out, well, why right. is the time? But it, that, that's what it was. And so the Reading fans did notice that because right. we, we could hear them through our headphones. <laughs> so it is 5-2 Red Knight. So they got that straightened out. Matt Colger, a big smile on his face. If he noticed, he wasn't going to tell anybody. No, we noticed. <laughs> we... So it is Red Knight basketball and a 5-2 lead for Reading High. Chapman to the corner for Kamara. Catch and shoot threes well off the mark. Hunsinger with a weak side rebound. Tommy up ahead for Carell Akings. Always blocked by Osumano. Right back come the Red Knights and it have travel. As Yadiel Cruz wanted to kick it up the floor, trying to get around the defense of McFadden to avoid the offensive foul, he traveled with it. But Akings trying to go to the basket in transition. Osumano with a block. He had six <laughs> Wednesday night in the semifinals. Yadiel Cruz had seven. So that is going to be something to watch. Can Wilson get close to the basket? Akings off the Levan screen for a deep three is no good. Tipped out of bounds. Good job by Tommy Hunsinger. Kept it alive, and it was last touch by Wesley Rosario and Redding. Wilson's going to get another shot underneath. 5.25 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, will Redding have another block party tonight? We will find out. 
13 combined between Osimano and Tommy Hunsinger. Radio Cruz, there's Tommy Hunsinger from deep for a three, and we're tied at five. Hunsinger with all five for the Red for the Bulldogs. And Luke Levan with a block on Jeremiah Kamara. Tommy Tommy Hunsinger averaging just 3.5 points <laughs> a game. He has all of Wilson's points so far here. His sixth three of the season, and we're tied at five with 5-10 now left to go in the first quarter. Chapman posting up. Gruber spins away from him, up with a left hand, and draws the foul. That's Great a, post move by Chapman. Yeah, that's a difficult matchup for Maddox Gruber because Nick Chapman is just so physical. Trying to get his man in foul trouble, so he picks up the first on Gruber. And so now Chapman is at the free throw line to shoot two. Nick's a great foul shooter at 79% on the year. Missed eight games this season. Got hurt in the Red Knight Holiday Tournament in the first game against Liberty. Took an elbow right to the side, basically to the temple area. Suffered a broken orbital bone. Missed eight games and played for quite a while with a mask. They donned the mask for a while, and then he got rid of the mask when the county playoffs came about. He goes one out of two. Redding's high, Redding High's lead is 6-5. Five. five minutes left to go in the first quarter. Akings gives it up for McFadden right in front of the Red Knight bench. Looking for Gruber in the back door. Chapman won't let him get free. Akings trying to get by Kamara, but he forces the, try, the, the tie-up. Possession arrow favors the Bulldogs. Well, one thing we didn't mention, Yadiel Cruz had a season-low three points right. against Wilson in that second regular season meeting at Westlawn. And because of Wilson, Wilson has such a tremendous defense, we'll see if that changes tonight for Redding. Good entry pass inside for Levan. The baby hook, not there. Short, tipped out for McFadden. Drive and blocked by Cruz. Cruz saves it. Kamara saves it. Rosario has it. Rosario ahead of the pack. will miss the shot. Cruz tipped it. Chapman finishes it. Very nice finish by Nick Chapman. Great job. A hustle on the floor by the Red Knights, and it was Rosario who was off to the races. It's 8-5, Redding high as a result of the bucket by Nick Chapman. He's got five of Redding's eight. Going to be a foul on Chapman. Ran into Maddox Gruber trying to steal that pass. First foul against Redding high, and the substitution as well. Quan Burgess is at the scores table. The 5'10 senior will check in. And Jeremiah Kamara will come out. Oh, he took out Rosario. Yeah, nope. I, I thought Kamara, Kamara was, was headed to the bench, yeah. but then it, they changed it and took Rosario out. So the Bulldogs with the basketball. Red Knights with a three-point lead. Screen and roll to Levan from Gruber and two. Terrific screen and roll. Terrific pass by Gruber. Levan has to be active tonight for the Bulldogs. First bucket for Luke Levan. Makes it an 8-7 game. Yadiel Cruz drives. Finger roll in the paint. Missed it. And Hunsinger has the rebound for the Bulldogs. Up ahead, McFadden across half court, right back to Hunsinger, guarded by Yadiel Cruz. Swings it to the left side for McFadden, entry pass, a low post for Levant. Nothing there, gives it back to McFadden for Gruber. Gruber hasn't taken a shot as of yet, guarded by Chapman. Now they switch up, and Levant's opening. One more pass out for McFadden, and three, and it's good. Great ball movement by the Bulldogs on that possession. Levant finds McFadden from the left corner. Three. Wilson leads it for the first time on the three from Tom McFadden. His 11th makes it 10-8. Bulldogs on top with 3.20 to go in the first quarter. Chapman in the corner for Burgess. Entry pass. Cruz on the post up against Huntsinger. Backs him down. Dumps it off for Osumano. Runs into Cruz. Up off the glass and it hit the clock at the top of the backboard and that's out of bounds to Wilson. Substitutions for the Bulldogs. Into the game comes Junior guard John Edom and a junior guard Cam Zulinger. 
Hunsinger and Akings come out. So a change in terms of personnel because Hunsinger was guarding Cruz. By that, let's see who guards Cruz. On that possession, Cruz was near the basket and gave it up because of Hunsinger's defense to Osumano, who got off an off-balance shot. Three minutes to go in the quarter. It's 10-8 Bulldogs. They've got the basketball. John Edom has it right now, guarded by Chapman. Chapman on a kick ball will stop the play. Reading High has won 25 Berks County titles, of course, more than anyone. Also won 20 Central Penn League titles. That's the one thing that I like to remind fans of because I don't know that they, everybody remembers that Reading High was in the Central Penn League up and through and including 1979. They've only been part of Berks County basketball since 1980. So in 45 years, they've been in the county championship, including tonight, 34 times out of 45 years. Here's a dump off for McFadden on the left side. Bulldogs being patient. Gruber between a double team. Off of the left hand. Missed it. Tipped around. Levan got it. And another look for Wilson. Gruber from the baseline for two. That's no good. And rebounded by Chapman. So 0 for 2 on that trip by Maddox. Gruber and the Red Knights have it back. Chapman between a double team. Taken away by Gruber. Maddox Gruber back the other way. Trying to go from one end to the other. And Will. A nice play by Gruber defensively. Chapman tried to split the Wilson defense. But it didn't work. Wilson turnover converts into a layup. First bucket for Maddox Gruber. Four-point Wilson lead. Rosario, great look oh, for a, Cruz on the baseline and two. That's exactly what we talked about with Wesley Rosario. He is a distributor first. That was a terrific pass. No-look pass for Yadiel Cruz in his first bucket with 2.03 to go in the first quarter. Timeout on the floor. We'll take a 30-second timeout as well. 12-10 Bulldogs when we come back after this. Family-owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Reading community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Reading, call 610-372-1624 or sandersfuneral.com. Wilson 12, Redding 10, 203 left to go in the first quarter. It was Redding High who called the first timeout of the game. And it will be Bulldog basketball. Nico Sosa will check into the game for Redding High at the stoppage. Sosa, the senior, comes off the bench. Red Knights go a little smaller as he comes in for Malik Osumano. So Yadiel Cruz at 6'2", the tallest Redding High player on the floor. Luke Levan also off the floor for Wilson as Christo Hunsinger will come into the game. Here's Gruber with a floater and a paint. No good. Christo Hunsinger had his hands on the ball, and it's knocked out of those hands and out of bounds. It's going to stay Wilson basketball. Wilson goes about eight deep. Same for Redding. you got three starters sitting on the bench for Wilson. Tommy Hunsinger, Luke Levan, and Carell Akings. So it's Christo Hunsinger, Tommy's younger brother, along with Cam Zulinger, Maddox Gruber, John Edom, and Tom McFadden. The five on the floor right now for Wilson. They've got the basketball. Zulinger in the corner. The cutter is Hunsinger, and he's bumped and fouled. I think that one's going to be on Sosa. It's going to be the second foul against the Red Knights. And it will be Nico Sosa who picks up his first personal. Terrell Akings is going to come back into the game now for Wilson. Tom McFadden comes out. Wilson will inbound underneath their own bucket. 134 left to go in quarter number one. Look for the back door for Edom. Burgess tipped it. Hunsinger runs it down in the corner. Wilson still has it. 
Ruber swings it for Zulinger. Looks inside, and it's knocked away by the Reading High. It's saved by Yadiel Cruz. Wilson still has it. For Hunsinger, kicks out for Zulinger. Air balls a three from the corner. Rosario has the rebound. Great look oh. pass up ahead for Cruz and two. Again, what oh. a terrific oh half-court pass by Wesley Rosario. Tied at 12. Here's Akings for three, and it's good. Carell Akings' first bucket of the game puts Wilson right back up on top. Yeah, Akings has really picked up his offense here the last four games. Sosa inside for Chapman posting up. Backdoor look for Cruz. Got it, missed it, and rebounded by Edom. Stopped away from him. Cruz has it again, and this time he won't miss. Yeah, he already has six points. He had three, just three, a season low against Wilson in their previous meeting. Good job. I'm not sure who it was by, by defensively for Redding who knocked it out of Wilson's hands to Radial Cruz is a block by Daquan Burgess and then a feed up ahead for Rosario on a Redding high lead. Again, Wil- Redding turns turnovers and blocks into points. That was a se- the second block by Yadiel Cruz. Redding high back up on top as a result, 16 to 15, and nearly another turnover as this one is tipped out of bounds. It's going to stay Bulldog basketball. Xavier Beatty is going to check into the game now for Redding high. 6'3 junior comes in, gives Yadiel Cruz his first breather. And Nick Chapman, or excuse me, Jeremiah Kamara back into the game for Reading High. And Burgess will come out. 13.5 left on the first quarter clock. Reading 16, Wilson 15. Now a foul away from the basket with Zulinger and Rosa and, and Sosa getting it. And Zulinger knocked Nico Sosa down, and it's a foul on Zulinger. Foul and a turnover just the second for Wilson, and they've both come here in the last 45 seconds or so. So it costs Wilson a chance. With possession at the end of the quarter, Reading High will get that possession instead with 12 seconds to go. Yeah, neither one of us saw it because the ball was near midcourt right in front of us, and then we heard the whistle blow and saw Sosa on the ground clapping. McFadden will come back in for defense at the end of this quarter. 12 seconds to go after to finish the first. Red Knights are on top by one. They've got the ball in the hands of Wesley Rosario between the circles with four. Kicks it for Kamara, a deep three, not there. Rebound out of bounds, and that will do it for the first after one in the boys 2024 county championship the defending champion Reading high 16 wilson 15 quarter number two on the voice of burks and beyond when we come back after this family owned and operated for over 50 years paploskis is your one-stop automotive service and collision center most of their staff have 30 or more years in the field They install what they sell, car, truck, and SUV accessories to personalize your vehicle. Please remember, as they always say, you have the right to choose who does your auto body repairs after an accident. So keep Poplowski's in mind when you have an automotive need. And from everyone at Poplowski's, thanks for listening to WEEU and for your business. No regrets. You'll never regret switching to Erie Insurance, where you'll always be treated fairly. It's easy. J.D. Power ranked us highest in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance purchase experience two years in a row. So get a quote today. Call Cross Keys Insurance, 610-916-6190, or go to crosskeysins.com. For J.D. Power award information, go to jdpower.com. Erie Insurance. Alongside Rich Garcella, my name is Bob McCool. We start the second quarter. Reading High starts with the basketball and the lead. 16-15 Reading High, the boys' county championship game. 
Nico Sosa, Nick Chapman, Wesley Rosario, Jeremiah Kamara, and Xavier Beatty, the five on the floor for Francis Camaro's Red Knights. Chapman drives. Chapman maybe blocked a little bit by Maddox Gruber. Luke LeVan picks up the basketball. Wilson has it back. Gruber pushes it up across half court, trying to outrace Chapman. Gives it back for Tommy Hunsinger. Tried to force it inside, but it was kicked and stopped. Chapman got his foot on the basketball. Red Knight fans don't like it, but it's a pretty obvious call when it hits somebody's foot that it's a kick ball. And so it stays running basketball. Great crowd on hand tonight. Better yeah. crowd than the semifinals on Wednesday when there are four games. Can't handle the inbounds pass. Wilson turns it over. Chapman on the other end. Knifes his way through traffic and two more. Yeah, Chapman got the pass. I couldn't see who made the steal and went the distance. Reading with a three-point lead. Seven of those 18 points for Reading Hyde from Nick Chapman. 18-15 Red Knights. Huntsinger from the corner gives it back for Akings. Akings with one of three Bulldog threes in the first quarter. Tommy Huntsinger also had one. He gives it up instead for LeVan. Right back to Huntsinger to the foul line. Looks for LeVan inside. Up and over Rosario and two with a hook. Yeah, he had a mismatch there. Nice look by Tommy Huntsinger. Luke LeVan with four points. Pulls the Bulldogs right back to within one with seven minutes to go in the first half. 18-17. Red Knights on top. Chapman again going to back down Gruber. Gruber has one foul right now. Dumps it off for Beatty. Missed the shot. And Gruber has the rebound. Gruber quickly pushes it up the floor to the foul line. Gruber off balance. Doesn't get the roll, but he does get fouled. He'll shoot two. Yeah, it looks like it, that might be on Jeremiah Kamara. Yes, yep. it is. It's his first. Gruber had the numbers. It was a four-on-three break for Wilson. He decided to take it himself, and he drew the foul. He checked the rearview mirror and knew that he had a couple of steps on Nick Chapman. And Not surprised. I think Chapman's coming out. He looks a little winded, and Gruber knew he had some separation from Chapman really pushed it up the floor and he ends up at the foul line. Renning, bring, Renning bringing back Diaz and Osumano adding some size after seeing LeVan score inside. So they take Sosa and Chapman out, bring Cruz and Osumano in with Maddox Gruber at the free throw line. He just made the first. He's a 72% free throw shooter. He misses the second and Beatty has the rebound. So we're tied after the one out of two by Gruber at 18 apiece. That changes quickly with Yadiel Cruz right back in and right back to scoring. Three assists for Wesley Rosario. That was just a give and go. Yadiel Cruz runs the floor so well for a big man. Cruz now with eight. The Red Knights lead is two. 20-18. It was 6.20 to go in the half. This one slapped out of bounds. By Osumano. Osumano and Kamara had a double team yep. right along the sideline. Maddox Gruber was in no man's land. Malik Osumano is 6'5". His arms and his wingspan is well over 7 foot. And he has certainly learned how to use his length to his advantage on the defensive end. Gruber has it with Kamara on his back. Drives right at Osumano. Nice. Switches hand and scores. That was a really nice move by Gruber. Tied at 20 really avoided the block switching from shooting hand right to offhand left to just give just enough separation to get it over Osumano and Maddox Gruber with three straight now for the Bulldogs to tie it at 20. Osumano from the three from the corner not there. Akings has the Bulldog rebound. Hunsinger pushes it up the floor pointing directions out. Kicks it to the corner for Gruber and he stepped out of bounds. It happens a lot yep. here Bob. We talked about that with Chris Gallo before the girls championship game I don't know if it's because there's three three-point lines and it's and and 
thrown off by it, but man. The only thing I can think, Rich, and because we're sitting right here at the half court, you can see the lines. There's a black line that is absolutely obviously the out of bounds lines, but then there's a red block around it. And yeah. if they're thinking that it's the block and not the line, I don't know. But don't know, we've but seen it, that a lot in the last two nights. If oh somebody's stepping on the end line, Chapman trying to get around the van somehow gets it off, misses it, but right there to clean it up is Malik Osumano. Yeah, nice finish by Osumano, following Chapman's miss. His first two puts Reading right back up by two with 5.19 to go in the first half. 22-20 Red Knights. Huntinger to the baseline to Gruber. Chapman back on him, and there's a foul as Huntinger ends up on the deck on a push. That's it's going to be a foul on Kamara, and it's his second. Yeah, that was, didn't need to do that. Now he's got to go sit down. Daquan Burgess back in. Also back into the game for Wilson comes Cam Zulinger as Tommy Huntinger will come out. 5.11 to go in the half. Red Knights lead it by two. LeVan, McFadden, Zulinger, Gruber, and Akings on the floor right now for Wilson. McFadden tries to go crossover. Rosario poked it away. Dumps it ahead for Cruz and will lay it in for two. Cruz has been on the receiving end of four Rosario assists. And it was Rosario who got the steal that set the action in motion the other way for the Red Knights. And 10 already for Yadiel Cruz, and it's a four-point Reading High lead. Wilson's really got to protect the basketball. Burgess giving Hankings all kinds of trouble. Knocked out of bounds into the Red Knight bench, and so it'll stay Wilson basketball. If you're an opposing player, I don't know if there's a more intimidating place to be but in front of the Red Knight bench. And McFadden will inbound from that spot. I think Hankings has got to get a little bit more involved in Wilson's offense. He's been fairly quiet other than that three in the first quarter. Three threes for Wilson in the first quarter. Only five points so far here in the second. Here's a cut by Akings and a jump shot that's not there. And Osumano couldn't grab it. Akings picks it up and goes up inside the land of the Giants and draws a foul. Correll Akings, right place, right time for the putback. And I believe it's Osumano who fouled him. Yeah, that's his. Yep, that's who it is, Bob. It's Osumano, his first. Yeah, Akings has to be more active. He, I mean, he, he just... He's so good with the basketball. I mean, Gruber has played well. He's got five points, but but I, I think Akings has to be a little bit more involved for Wilson. Grell had 19 against Exeter in the quarterfinal you heard here in WEU. Averages at 12 points per game, just a 10th grader. And in double figures six times in his last seven games. Hey, Bob, right now, Wilson has, what, three, four juniors and a sophomore on the floor. And again, these two teams have a lot of players coming back next year. Two out of two for Carell Akins. And it puts the Bulldogs within two at 24-22. Looks like Bulldogs going a little 3-2 zone here. Inside for Osumano, and it's taken away by Akins. Carell Akins on a steal, feeds it ahead for Gruber, who cannot get it to fall. Tipped by Zulinger, McFadden's wide open, and he dumps it in, yeah. and we're tied. Cruz didn't block the shot, but he altered Gruber's shot. They, Wilson somehow got the offensive rebound. Tommy McFadden finished. It was Zulinger who kept it alive. Burgess with a corner three. No good. Levan with a box out. Wilson has it. Akings up ahead for Zulinger. Kicks it back for Gruber. A long three is short. And Yadiel Cruz with a weak side rebound. The Red Knights have it back. A little bit too far out of Gruber's range, you would say. But he made a couple of shots from that deep on Wednesday night. <laughs> Chapman goes baseline. Throws it away. Turnover again for the Red Knights. McFadden. Up ahead, Akings gets Cruz up in the air, and he's going to shoot two. Yeah. Great pump fake by Carell Akings. Absolutely. 
Aking's taking a more active role, taking a more active role in the Wilson offense right now. Corral Aking's no doubt was able to be a spectator on Wednesday after they beat Burke's Catholic. They could watch Reading High and Muhlenberg play and saw all those blocks by Cruz and Osumato. And what do you do when you got shot blockers? You pump fake them, get them up in the air, and it gets a foul on Cruz. If you're a Reading opponent after seeing that, <laughs> Cruz and Osumano have to constantly be in the back of your head. You have to be aware of them at all times. Corral Aking's at the free throw line after Yadiel Cruz's first foul of the game. Makes the first. Nico Sosa will check back into the game now for Reading High. John Edom back into the game for Wilson. McFadden comes out for the Bulldogs. Rosario comes out for the Red Knights. 3.28 left to go in the first half. Corral Aikings at the free throw line for the Bulldogs. Looking for a tie, and we almost had it. Went halfway down and came back out. It's 25-24. Bulldogs on top after the one out of two from Corral Aikings. Yeah, Wilson again showing some zone here. Maybe like a 3-2 it looks like. Burgess from deep rattles home a three. Daquan Burgess. That was 27 or 28 feet. Well <laughs> behind the NBA line. Puts the Red Knights right back up on top at 27-25. Daquan Burgess with 34 threes for a guy who primarily comes off the Red Knight bench. Gruber trying to shake loose Chapman. Stripped and fouled. It's going to be on Chapman or Osumano. And I, Either one. It's in the second. Yeah, and it's on Osumano. So Malik Osumano on his second. We'll put Gruber at the free throw line. It's double bonus time for Wilson. That's five team fouls on Reading High here in the second quarter. Gruber shooting two. And none for Wilson this quarter. And I'm sure the Reading High fans are <laughs> I doubt letting... they even noticed, Rick. Yeah, and I'm sure they're <laughs> letting the officials know that. Gruber misses the first. Missed it way short. Very uncharacteristic of Maddox Gruber at the foul line. 72% free throw shooter. We've had five to ties in this one we've had four lead changes the most recent one from the three from daquan burgess as running high on top by two maddox gruber's second free throw is much more like him and he makes it bob we know wilson can play with Reading. they just in the, both the losses to the red knights they weren't able to finish in the second half and they're right with them again for almost the whole first half here as yadiel cruz backs down a defender count the bucket and a foul Yadiel Cruz using his size on Cam Zulinger, who picks up the foul as well. Three-point play attempt coming up for Yadiel Cruz. Yeah, they caught Wilson in a mismatch on a switch. Cruz taking advantage of it. Now is a chance at a three-point play. Well, he may have had three points the last two times these two teams played. He's looking for that right here on this play alone and has it. Yadiel Cruz with 13 already. And the Red Knight lead reaches four at 30-26. Again, dangerous time here for Wilson. 2.40 left in the first half. They can't lose sight of the Red Knights. they got to stay within striking distance. Red Knights stretch it out to a half-court trap. Wilson beats that trap, gets it inside, and a foul. Cam Zulinger pump fakes, gets his man up in the air, and a foul. And that foul will put him on the free throw line. It's on Sosa, his second. Oh, no, it's on Rosario. Yeah, it's 21, not 12. You had the, you had the yeah. numbers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had them boxed, which is good at 7 o'clock when the lottery's up, yeah, but not wish. so much when we're playing basketball. Cam Zulinger at the free throw line. He misses the first of two. Yeah, he's a 67% free throw shooter. Bulldogs as a team are a 69% free throw shooter. They hurt themselves a little bit in this second quarter at the stripe. 
Zulinger makes the second. First points off the bench for Wilson coming from Cam Zulinger's free throw to pull them to within a three at 30-27. Now a scramble for the ball between Burgess and Akings. And they're going to go to the possession arrow. Yeah, it's Wilson ball anyway. Matt Coldren was calling for a timeout, but it's Wilson ball anyway. Right. Somebody has to have complete possession. Nope. Well, possession arrow says it's it's Wilson ball. Yeah, that's what the the scores table is pointing the same direction. It's Wilson. They're they're changing. Yeah, they're changing this. The scores table is saying, nope, we're going this way, boys. Yeah. That's why they keep it there. And so it is Wilson basketball. So a turnover for the Red Knights. Is that their fourth this quarter? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Six in a total for Redding High. Wilson has five. 2.15 to go in the first half. Bulldogs down by three, have the basketball. In the hands of number three, Tommy Hunter gives it back for Maddox Gruber. Gruber with four in the quarter, six in the game. Here's a steal by Sosa. Sosa on a two-on-one. will try to get it to Chapman, but he threw it away. Yep. Turnover right back. You can see Sosa sizing yep. up that pass to steal it. And he got a little he, – he, he made a terrific defensive play, not so much on the offensive end, threw a bad pass, Wilson Ball. Tried to throw the no-look pass and threw it away. Here's that trap coming up for the Red Knights with Chapman out at the top of it. They get it across Double half court. Yeah. Ruber trying to avoid the trap. Gives it up for Hunsinger out near half court. Wilson, somebody's got to get to the middle of the floor for Wilson. Hunsinger to the high post for Levan. Right back to Hunsinger to the corner. Right back from Akings to Hunsinger. Inside for Levan. Going to go up and over. Rosario missed it. Tipped around. Tipped back to Akings. Up and blocked by Rosario to Levan and two. Nice follow by Luke Levan. Six for Levan, and the Bulldogs are within one with 120 left in the half. 30-29 Red Knights. Sosa for three. That's short. Rebounded by Hunsinger. I don't think that's the shot that Francis Camaro wanted there. Hunsinger inside to Levan. Backs down Cruz off the glass. No. Tipped around. Yadiel Cruz has it for running high. Again, Cruz didn't block the shot, but he altered it. Rosario for Sosa. Inside the paint. Maybe one pass too many. Blocked out of bounds by Levan. That's his second block of the night. McFadden coming to come back in now for Wilson. And Edom comes out with 56.6 left to go in the first half. Redding 30, Wilson 29. Inbounds for Sosa. Season opening drives right at LeVan and rolls it in over the top of him. I thought he had no chance <laughs> of making that shot. And Nico Sosa proved me wrong because that was off balance and it crawled into the... Crawled into the through the net. He had eight in the game at the Geigel against the Bulldogs. His first two here makes it a three-point game again in Redding's favor. Bulldogs have it with 30 seconds to go in the half. Are they going to hold for one? I think I would. I mean, you're down three. You don't want to go down five or six here. Levan on the low post with Cruz on his back. Drives into traffic, kicks it back to McFadden with 15. Matt's and calling. now, yeah. for sure, Matt Coldren is calling for one. Yeah. I think that's the right move. With 10, Akings drives. McFadden's open for three off the rim. Long rebound gathered up by LeVan, and he missed it. Put back his home. Luke LeVan, with a diligent effort on the offensive glass, gets the bucket and pulls Wilson to within one at the break. At halftime, the score in the 2024 Boys County Championship game. Redding, 32 Wilson 31, another barn burner on WEU and Burks. We'll come back with our halftime show right after this on the voice of Burks County and beyond. 
Are your garage doors noisy, squeaky, or moving unevenly, having trouble opening and closing them? Don't be left sitting in the driveway this winter. It's time for a tune-up from Overhead Door. Starting at just $99, we'll inspect, lube, and adjust your garage doors so they operate smoothly. Call today and ask for a tune-up special from Overhead Door. And business owners, we also specialize in commercial warehouse stock maintenance. Overhead Door, we're more than just doors. OverheadDoorOfReading.com UECU is a proud supporter of Pennsylvania athletes and families. They invite you to enjoy their new low loan rates, competitive deposit rates, member rewards, shopping discounts, new roadside assistance service, and cell phone protection powered by Bazing. UECU membership is free online at UECU.org or simply stop by the credit union while missing on Meridian Boulevard. UECU, a powerful new way to save money. Visit UECU.org slash checking to learn more. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, trust in a realtor with local knowledge and 20 years of experience. Phil Macaronis, a lifelong resident of Berks County and a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame, is rated in the top 1% of realtors nationwide for sales production. For a knowledgeable, personable, reliable realtor, count on Phil Macaronis of REMAX of Reading. Call 610-670-2770, extension 3179, or call his cell phone at 610-858-4555. Tonight's halftime show is brought to you by Lincoln Plumbing and Heating. When you need a plumber, get a good one. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years, Lincoln Plumbing has the experience to help from a leaky faucet to a whole bathroom remodel. Call 610-376-0863 for Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, as honest as their name. Alongside Rich Garcella, my name is Bob McCool. Halftime of the Berks County Boys Basketball Championship game. Reading High 32, Wilson 31. Rich, pretty much what we expect when you see these two teams are going to go after each other hard and heavy. And it's usually always a close one. The first one in the Geigel, you mentioned this a moment ago. Wilson had the lead. They turned the ball over a lot in the second half. And Redding High came away with a six-point win. And in the second meeting in West Lawn, also a six-point Redding High lead. This one, nobody really had much more than a three- or four-point lead at any point in time. Five ties in that first half, four lead changes. And at the break, it's 32-31 Redding High. I think there's a lot both coaches can talk about for the good and the bad at halftime. Yeah, for Wilson, that first game at the Geigel when they blew the eight-point lead in the middle of the third quarter, they committed 11 turnovers in the second half, five in the third, six in the fourth. They've done a pretty good job of protecting the basketball yep. overall, just six turnovers. I think Matt Colgin would take that against the type of defense that Redding plays, that aggressiveness. Redding, on the other end, has seven turnovers, but I think the key for both teams so far. Yadiel Cruz season, held to a season low three points the last time these two teams met. You mentioned it, has 13. He's got four of those field goals, four of his six field goals have come off passes by Wesley Rosario, who has five points, four assists. He's having a really nice floor game. On the other hand, Luke Levan, who is also my X Factors, he's got eight points, two blocks, and I think in the half court, he's done a pretty good job defensively against Yadiel Cruz. I know Cruz is 12 points, but I think he's done a pretty good job. And he's been very active inside on the offensive glass. Um, I think he's got, yeah, he's, had, he's, he's taken nine shots already. And there were periods that we have seen this season where he doesn't get many touches. Tonight, that's not the case. 32-31, a Redding high on top of Wilson. We'll take a timeout back with more of our Lincoln Plumbing and Heating Halftime Show 
right after this on WEU, the voice of Burks and beyond. Hey there, basketball fans. Let's take a moment to talk about the cornerstone in our neighborhood, Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. When it comes to protecting your home, trust the folks who have been doing it for over 51 years. From solar solutions to remodeling dreams, they've got you covered. Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. The name you trust, the people you know. Visit us today, and let's make your home the MVP of the neighborhood. Call Bachman's at 610-947-5102 or visit GoBachmans.com. Buying a home has never been so easy. I'm Chris Snyder of Mortgage America. If you're buying a home or refinancing your current one, you've come to the right place. Mortgage America's expert loan officers are available to assist you 24 hours a day, offering professional guidance throughout the home buying process. That's why we're awarded the number one mortgage lender in Pennsylvania. Call us at 610-376-1755 or visit us at 1100 Berkshire Boulevard, Y Missing. MNLS number 128501. Family owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Reading, call 610-372-1624 or sandersfuneral.com. Welcome back to... Our Lincoln Plumbing and Heating Halftime Show alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. 32-31, running high over Wilson at the break. In what has been a week of celebration of the game of basketball, we've had a ton of it here in WEU, and we'll look forward to the district playoffs when Monday rolls around. But in addition to all the other basketball on the floor, another celebration of basketball, Rich, with the Reddingburgs Basketball Association inducting a brand new class into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah, along with the three-point goal, the women's right. organization, there were eight new inductees tonight. Let's start with the women first. Meredith Morse, former standout at Kutztown High School. I think in my back of my head, because it was so long ago, I think she went to Manhattan yes. College. Also, Kristen Benny Marcinko and Cindy Wyrick Taylor, both former Governor Mifflin stars, that's for the women. Among the men, Carl Brune, a former standout at Conrad Weiser. John Stott, Reading High. Bobby Wolf, Kutztown High. Trace Wolf, Dr. Trace Wolf, holy name, son of legendary coach Lloyd Wolf. And Jack McCluskey, one of the best coaches this county has ever seen. Boyertown High School, and then a, just a terrific career at Alvernia, led the then Crusaders to their only Final Four appearance in 1997. It's a great class with some great basketball players. The one thing that surprised me about it when I saw the list come out was how was Jack McCluskey not already in yeah. that basketball yeah. Hall of Fame? Yeah, I, I am I, I am part of the Reading Works Basketball <laughs> Association, not on the Hall of Fame committee, but that surprised me too because he deserved a place in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. Yeah, tremendous. He did a great job as a high school coach at, at, at Boyertown. And at North Schuylkill. And, 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 yeah. and then went to Alvernia, started the program at Alvernia, and took it to unprecedented lengths and had the opportunity to be a part of that trip in 1997 when they first went to Rochester to win the East Regional and then went to Salem for the national championship. And at the time... <laughs> kind of the backstory of the late Jack McCluskey just a really great guy a kind of a gruff exterior but when you got to know him he was a, just a really nice guy but it, the story was that he was still teaching at that point in time 
And so he was a full-time teacher, but he was coaching at Avernia. So they knew that he was, quote-unquote, absent, and he knew he was in trouble because he was obviously not in school teaching, and he didn't have a, quote-unquote, excused absence. So he's worried at the same time that he's happy that his team won and is headed to Salem, Virginia, and everybody knew why he was going to miss school. But he wasn't going to take that chance. He was going to be in Salem, Virginia. It was kind of a funny backstory that Jack McCluskey let us in on at the time. And one of the players on that Final Four team, Lonnie Walker. That the is third. correct, Lonnie Walker the third. And who, yep, who was just could not say enough great things about Jack um, whenever you talked about him. And and I remember the story John McCluskey told me that that Lonnie showed up at the funeral for Jack and was sobbing not only because of the loss of Jack but that he couldn't stay and couldn't be a pallbearer. I remember right. that very well. John another another member of that 1997 Avernia team is Aaron Andrews. Also true. Forgot about Correct. that. Correct. Who was, who just won his county championship earlier tonight. If you missed it, the game we had earlier tonight, why missing beat Wilson. Excellent basketball game. And the, the Spartans came out on top in the end by a 45-36 game third final score. Amaya Stewart led the Hawaii Missing Spartans with 20. Annie McCaffrey, who was our Judd Firestone Plumbing player of the game, had 16, 11 points to lead the way for Wilson by, with, by Layla Jones. But the Bulldogs fall to 23-2, and they'll head into the District 3 6A playoffs as the two seed. Wyoming Missing is now 25-0, and and they'll head in to try and defend their district championship just like they defended their county championship tonight. Speaking of which, Redding High is trying to do the same thing. They were county and district champions a year ago, winning a 25th Berks County title last year, won their 24th District 3 championship, the all-time winningest program in Pennsylvania history, now with 2,263 wins. They are halfway home for another one, but it's a one-point game. 32-31 as our Lincoln Plumbing Heating Halftime Show winds to a conclusion. Bob, I think it's the contrast in styles that Wilson plays a different type of basketball that they're able to stay with Redding for the third straight time here. And the other night, Redding and Muhlenberg, and, we, and Muhlenberg beat Redding in double overtime in their first meeting. And then Redding won two games against the Mules Wednesday in the semifinals, including by a comfortable margin because they, they're both so similar. And I think this different kind of style kind of slows the Red Knights a little bit. Redding High led by Yadio Cruz with 13-7 for Nick Chapman, 5 for Wesley Rosario, 3 for Daquan Burgess, and 2 each for Maliko Simano and Nico Sosa. Wilson led by Luke Levan with 8, 6 for Maddox Gruber, 5 each for Tommy Hunsinger and Tommy, Tom McFadden, and 6 for Carell Akings, and 1 for Cam Zulinger. As we got a tie-up and a little mishmash in the middle of the floor. And turnover for yeah, the Red Knights Carell, to start the basketball second Aikens half. tied up Jeremiah Kamara, forced the turnover. Wilson, alternate possession, gets the basketball. You mentioned at halftime that uh, if Matt Coldren said six turnovers, he'd take that. Oh, yeah. Redding High had five turnovers in that second quarter. I think the Red Knights just got a little bit too cute at times, trying to make some passes that maybe a more average pass or a routine pass might have been better. McFadden, good look inside to Levan, stripped from behind by Kamara. Hunsinger picked it up. Right back, kick out for McFadden and three. Great ball movement at Again, three. Nice assist by Luke Levan. 
drew the defense around him, kicked it out to McFadden. And the Red Knights now trail as a result, and they're going to travel as well. Rosario tried to put on the brakes and drags the pivot foot. Redding showing some full-court pressure. Wilson, two strong defensive possessions to open the half. Tom McFadden with 10 threes before tonight. He's got two now, and he has the Bulldogs on top as a result at 34-32. 50 seconds into the, ha into the half, and now we're going to get a foul away from the basketball, and this one's going to be on Luke LeVan. Yeah, I didn't see it, but obviously it was an illegal screen of some kind, or maybe just trying to gain position. He committed the foul. So the turnover right back to the Red Knights, who trail 34-32 we are 55 seconds into the second half Tom McFadden's three get, switching the score in Wilson's favor our fifth lead change in this one Cruz trying to post up down low guarded by Hunsinger gonna try to back him down get it get him up in the air now tries to just dump it off instead for Chapman good defense by Hunsinger Chapman drives finger roll not there tipped out of bounds last touch by Yadiel Cruz it's Wilson basketball and honestly Cruz was lucky he didn't get called for yep. a foul there going over the top Tommy Hunsker, great interior defense on Cruz in the paint, forced him to give the ball up. So the Bulldogs have it right back on top, 34-32. Hunsinger bringing the ball up the floor, making Cruz work a little bit more on defense. Cruz goes for the steal. Hunsinger goes by him, kicks it to the corner. Akings for three, in and out. Tipped, Hunsinger has the rebound. Kicks it back to Akings. Akings looking for some help. Right back to Hunsinger. And now outside, McFadden's open again for three. That one's no good. Levan. Tipped again by LeVan, and Gruber has it. Bulldogs just keeping it alive. Now bodies on the floor. LeVan and Kamara are on the deck, and they're going to get Jeremiah Kamara this time. Yeah, for the that's going to be his third. That's his third. That's, that's going to be interesting to watch. Here comes Burgess in for Kamara. Senior in, freshman out. Jeremiah without a point tonight. A little bit frustrated as he comes yeah, to the sideline. Really, yeah, yeah, the body language is not good. And so the Bulldogs keep it. Good job by Wilson to keep this possession alive. As Gruber swings it for Akings. And around again for McFadden and, De and DeGruber. Guarded by Chapman. Out high is Hunsinger. Dumps it for McFadden who Put lost the handle. Yep. Turnover Bulldogs. Up ahead for Cruz, but Hunsinger's there to to tip it but Cruz got it back and scored with it and that's another assist for Rosario almost a three-quarter court length pass Hensinger had a chance just couldn't quite control it Cruz scores 15 for Yadiel Cruz and we're tied at 34 McFadden again with the drive and a foul Tommy McFadden the offensive aggressor in the second half and that's either I think that's on Rosario that's his second yep Matt Coulter's told us time and time again about Tommy McFadden on the offensive side. We haven't seen a whole lot of it. We've seen the defensive side, but an early season ankle injury had made him a bit, in Matt's eyes, tentative on the offensive side, but he's been much more aggressive here in the second half, and he's at the foul line and shooting, and too. And he's played wonderful defense yeah. all year. In every game that we've had, the Bulldogs on the air, just a tremendous defensive player. The junior at the line shooting another. He's got all four points and all five points now in the second half as Redding, Wilson's lead is three, 37-34. I think it's two, Bob, 36-34. 36-34, I stand corrected. And is inside as Chapman gets LeVan up in the air and a foul. Yeah, Gruber tried to draw the offensive foul. It was a no call by the officials. And then Chapman got the ball back and drew the foul on LeVan. So Chapman with the Red Knights down by two. We'll shoot two. 
And LeVan with two quick fouls here in the second half for the Bulldogs. Chapman at the free throw line for the second time tonight. And he rolls the first one home. Two out of three at the stripe for Chapman. Nick averaging 10.9 points per game. He had 18 in Wednesday's semifinal against Muhlenberg. Uh, excuse me, that was in the final game of the regular season against Muhlenberg. He goes one for two here. So Wilson still leads by a point, 36-35, and they've got the ball. 5.30 to go in the third quarter. McFadden swings it for Hunsinger on the left side. LeVan posting up. They dump it down to him. LeVan up, hook, and home. Really nice post move by LeVan over Cruz. LeVan having a really nice night at both ends of the floor. Luke LeVan in double figures for the 13th time this season. And the Red Knights trail by three. They've got the basketball. Cruz gives it back for Chapman. With five minutes to go in the third. Chapman, Cruz, Osumano, Rosario, and Burgess. The five on the floor for Francis Kamara. He's barking from his bench what he wants his team to run. Chapman, little stutter step. Kick back for Osumano. Red Knights a little hesitant right now on the offensive side. Rosario forces it down low and it's taken away by Gruber. Poor decision by Rosario. No room at all. Gruber comes up with the steal. In the hands of Akings to the corner for McFadden. They double team down low on LeVan. Swing it back instead for Hunsinger. Now to Gruber in the corner, guarded by Chapman. Bulldogs more than happy to be patient with a three-point lead. Almost thrown away by Chapman. Leaves Gruber open for three. No. Tipped and controlled by LeVan. Kicks it for McFadden and back to Gruber. For Hunsinger for three in the corner, no. And we're going to get Akings over the bat. Right, no doubt about that one. Bob Wilson, 4.08 left in the third quarter. Wilson up three. The Bulldogs have been here before. <laughs> they had a lead in the third quarter oh, at the yes. Geigel, an eight-point lead. They had a lead in the third quarter at Westline. Can they finish? That's the big question. Can they finish against the Red Knights? Halfway through the third, Redding with the ball, Wilson with the lead. 38-35 Bulldogs. Rosario to the corner for Cruz. Inside for Osumano. One more pass and a beauty to Rosario. Missed it. Fights for the rebound. Has it. Tangled up by Hunsinger in a jump ball. Well, keep it Reading High's basketball. Yeah. Rosario, nice hustle. For, for getting, trying to get the offensive rebound. Getting the offensive rebound. Tie up Reading possession. Cam Zulinger in for Wilson. Tom McFadden out. Reading High basketball underneath. Down by three. Chapman, the inbounder for Cruz. Going to shoot for three and a tie. It's short. And LeVan gets the rebound. The Bulldogs go the other way. Adiel Cruz can make threes. He leads Redding with 45 of them. Hunsinger for Zulinger in the corner. LeVan being denied by Malik Osumano. Hunsinger off the LeVan screen. Kicks it to the corner for Akings, who goes inside, blocked, and fouled. Both Burgess and Osumano are there. One of them is going to get called for the foul and put Akings on the line. And it's on Burgess. That's his first. I was just going to say the same thing I did earlier. Akings has to be a little more aggressive <laughs> offensively, and he was aggressive that time. He drove into, drove into a crowd. Correll had a three in the first quarter. He had three, three, three points from the free throw line is what I was trying to say in the second quarter. He's got six as he... Steps to the line, looking for his first points here in the second half. Three out of four at the stripe in the first. Corelli, 70% free throw shooter in a season, misses the first. Nico Sosa back into the game for Redding. Burgess comes out. John Edom back in for Wilson. Hunsinger comes out. 
let's see who guards Yadiel Cruz. Well, when Tommy, Wilson, when Hunsinger came out before, out. it was Zulinger, and they were trying to post him up. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a terrific matchup for Wilson. So to Carell Akings at the free throw line for his second. Zulinger's a terrific defender, don't get me wrong, right. but he's given up a lot of size trying to guard Cruz. Akings makes the second. It's a four-point Wilson lead. 39-35, Bulldogs seven for Carell Akings. That, that's exactly what the matchup is. In the corner is Cruz. Got to get, Redding has to get Cruz underneath the basket. They got to find a way to post him up. Chapman drives, cut off, gives it up for Cruz. He's going to drive himself, offensive yeah, foul. No doubt about that one. That was a great, great take by Maddox Gruber. Be the second on Cruz, and a turnover back to Wilson with 3.07 in turnover the third. Turnover number four this quarter for wow. the Red Knights. They have 11. Yep. Wilson has eight. And you were talking about Wilson giving up the lead in the third quarter, and it was turnovers that got the Bulldogs in those losses. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, it's both turnovers causing running high issues. Akings across half court, guarded by Rosario. Inside of three minutes to go in the third, Wilson with the ball on a four-point lead. Looking inside for Levan, but Osumano now playing denial defense on the big man. Zulinger for Gruber, guarded by Chapman. Off the Levan screen, now they switch right, out on him. the ball here. And Akings backs down, spins in the paint, pretty and scores! Move, pretty move by Akings, great find by Gruber. Beat the double and triple team and got Akings the ball. Largest lead for either side is six now for the Bulldogs. 41-35 with 2.25 to go. Timeout, Red Knights. Francis Kamara feeling a bit uneasy on the Redding High bench. Calls the timeout with Wilson on top with 2.24 to go in the third when we come back to Santander Arena on WEU in Redding. You have auto insurance because... Let's face it, stuff happens. And then you feel punished with a rate hike after filing a claim? Erie Rate Lock changes all that. With Rate Lock from Erie Insurance, your low rate stays great until you change cars, drivers, or your address. Your Erie agent in Reading and Hamburg is Cross Keys Insurance. Get a quote at 610-916-6190. Rate Lock is not guaranteed continued insurance coverage. Insured must meet necessary underwriting guidelines. Premium may change if you make policy changes. Not all products are offered in all states, patent pending. Shopping at Redner's has never been easier or more convenient with Redner's Ready, the order online and pickup service for Redner's Markets. Visit Redner'sMarkets.com and click on the Redner's Ready icon. Then choose your items, pay online, and pick up your order in any of the designated Redner's Ready parking spaces, and your groceries will be brought right to your car. It's Redner's Ready, the convenient online order and pickup service available only at Redner'sMarkets.com. Two minutes, 24 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Wilson down a point at halftime, has now regained the lead at 41-35, forcing Reading High to burn its first, excuse me, its second timeout. Let's see what Reading comes with, comes up with out of the timeout. I, I got to get, Zulinger is still guarding Cruz. Cruz has got to be on the post. Sosa drives, off balance, not there. Tipped, Cruz has it and puts it home. Yeah, I, I, I know it's good that Cruz got the points, but they've got to find a way to get him the ball out of the half court. 17 half now court. for Yadiel Cruz, pulls the Red Knights to within four. Red Knights still not coming all out pressure. Chapman harassing Gruber. Gruber's kind of held his ground. 
played pretty. He's played a pretty steady game. Christo Hunsinger checks into the game for Wilson. He's got it on the low post, and a foul is called. Not sure. I think that's going to be that's away from the ball. It's on Sosa. Sosa. So Nico Sosa picks up his second, and that's that's a bonus. Yeah, it is. That's a, a that's the limit for the Red Red Knights in this quarter. So it's going to put Wilson Zulinger. on the line looks to like, shoot two. Yeah, it looks like Zulinger going to the line. I didn't see the foul. I was looking at the ball. Right, because it was, the ball. right. I think Zulinger was just trying to work through traffic, and that's where the foul comes from. So Zulinger, who's got the only point off the Wilson bench tonight, one out of two at the free throw line, and now make it two. Bob, again, let me make this clear, because we didn't talk about this. This is a terrific officiating crew. Yep. And this is the crew picked by the coaches, okay? They had a list, yep. and these are the, these are the men who both Matt Coulter and Francis Camara picked. Yep. Highest rated amongst the officials for both teams, and that's how they get selected for these playoff oh. games. We're going to get a foul on the other end as Cruz and Gruber collide, and they're going to call Yadiel Cruz on another offensive foul. That's his third. Gruber held his ground, no doubt about it. it the question was, did, did he give Cruz enough space to take that extra step? He did. And so a turnover and the third against Cruz gives the ball back to Wilson with 135 left to go in the third quarter. Red Knights trail by five. Wilson with the basketball. Second charge taken by Groover tonight. And both of them on Yadiel Cruz. And now we're getting a foul the other way on an illegal screen. No, it's on Akings with the ball pushing off on, oh, on Kamara. There's an offensive foul on Akings. So pushing the, off with so his off arm. That's the second on Akings, the fourth on the Bulldogs, and a turnover for Wilson and a break for the Red Knights because after the foul on their end, they get the ball back. And again, there was no doubt about it. He extended his off arm, his right arm. He was dribbling with his left hand and pushed Kamara. So Reading high with the basketball, Jeremiah Kamara, Nick Chapman, Yadiel Cruz, Nico Sosa, Maliko Sumano, the five on the floor. Bulldogs in his zone. Inside for Cruz, posting up, pushes his way a little bit further in. Count the bucket and a foul. That's Yadiel Cruz not going to be denied. Yeah, that's exactly what they need to do is get him touches low. Foul's going to be on Christo Hunsinger. And a chance now for Yadiel Cruz to make this into a three-point play. If so, it will be the second time he's done that in his game. He misses the free throw, and it's deflected around, and Akings, Akings. eventually grabs it. It's a heck of a play by Akings. Three-point Bulldog lead now after the bucket by Cruz. Akings, great pass. Hunsinger couldn't finish, and a rebound on the foul against Wilson. That's, they're going to go to the line. Redding's going to yep. the line here. The great feed, but I think the extended arm of Maliko Sumano forced Christo Hunsinger a little bit off balance, and ultimately in frustration, he's going to pick up the foul. Or no, is that on Akings? It's on Akings. It is. That's third. his third. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't see. You know, it was down along the baseline. We had bodies between us and, and the ball. That puts Yadiel Cruz right back on the stripe. And the bonus, he'll shoot two, and he makes the first. 20 for Yadiel Cruz. 16th time this season in 25 games now for Reading High. He's been in over 20 points. Yeah, Matt Coulter is hot at the foul called down at this end, at the Reading end, on Christo Hunsinger. He, he didn't feel like it was a foul. There, there was some contact, uh, but to be honest with you, there has been more contact let go. But, hey, there, there was contact. You're going to get, chances are you're going to get called with a foul. 
Yadiel Cruz climbs the Red Knights closer. Now it's a one-point game at 42-41. Zulinger gets away from Cruz, gets himself in the paint, misses the shot. Kamara has the rebound, and the Red Knights want to push. Yeah, that was, he pressed a little bit there, had a chance to kick it back out, and hurried his shot. With now 35 seconds to go in a quarter, Chapman drives and throws it away. That's the sixth turnover this quarter by the Red Knights. After Very, turning it over five in the second. Yeah, that's 13 turnovers by the Red Knights. Very uncharacteristic. So now and that was unforced. 30, absolutely. 33 seconds left to go in the quarter. If Wilson has its way, they're going to hold for one. Yeah. Redding is not going to go easy. They're going to go full court pressure here from the inbounds pass, and the Red, Bulldogs have to go the length of the floor. Yeah, that was just token pressure. They scale back, let Hunsinger take it up. Cruz guards him. He's got to be careful. He's got three fouls. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, that was awfully dangerous. Yeah. Yadiel Cruz going for the steal. Yeah, that would not have been a, a desirable for the Red Knights <laughs> to see Yadiel Cruz get his fourth foul in the third quarter. Bulldogs going to hold for one with now 12 seconds to go in the third quarter. They lead it by one. To that high post is Zulinger. Swinging around for McFadden. Underneath is Gruber. Count the oh, bucket with three look. seconds. Great look by McFadden. Great finish by Gruber. And That's the it. Red no Knights pass. cannot get the shot off to finish the third. So Wilson scores again to beat the buzzer. This time to send us to the fourth quarter. A three-point difference after three. We head to the fourth. Eight minutes to determine the county champion. We'll have it when we get back. Wilson 44, Redding High 41 on WEU in Redding. Looking for a game-winning play for your next tailgate or get-together? Score big this season with trays from Chick-fil-A. Delicious chicken nuggets and chicken strips, fruits and garden salads, chocolate chunk cookies, and their delicious mac and cheese. Make a play with Chick-fil-A and you'll be a winner every time. Visit Chick-fil-A at Broadcasting Square, 5th Street Highway, and Exeter Commons. Chick-fil-A voted America's favorite fast food restaurant. Hi, this is Mike Kuhn with Kuhn Funeral Home. We're proud to announce four convenient locations to serve you. Kuhn Funeral Home in West Reading and Temple, Berkey and Driscoll in Hamburg, and Worker Troutman in Pottstown. Compassionate and professional service while working cohesively as a team is what sets our family business apart. Thank you for believing in us, and we promise to always be there for you. We're set to start the fourth quarter. This fourth quarter brought to you by Chick-fil-A of Exeter, Fifth Street Highway, and Broadcasting Square, feeding and serving high school sports athletes and coaches for almost 40 years. We got a chance to talk with Scott Kaiser from Chick-fil-A this morning on Mornings with Mike and talking to him about staffing and all the high school kids who work at Chick-fil-A, part-time jobs and the staffing they have. He's a great supporter of high school sports. Great to have him on our show this morning. Wilson and Reddick starting the fourth quarter alongside Rich Garcella. I'm Bob McCool. Bulldogs have the basketball in the lead at 44-41. Bob, Wilson has had fourth quarter leads, I think, both games in their previous meetings. And that's the fourth foul on Yadiel Cruz, as I'm saying it. Out like, away from the basket. That can't happen. Yeah, you you want you play defense, but you can't commit the foul if you're Adiel Cruz because that's four. He's got to be really careful now. See if, and yeah, he a is, lot of time Francis left. Francis Kamara makes the decision, puts Nico Sosa in for Cruz. I mean, it was it was obvious. It was a foul. There was no question. Nobody on the Reading bench is arguing. But Wilson has been here before with a fourth quarter lead against Reading. Reading knows what it's like to be behind in the fourth quarter against Wilson and came out on top twice. Let's see what happens here. 
So Cruz comes to the bench with 20 20, 20 points. And now the trap forces Maddox Gruber to turn it over. He drags his pivot foot. Turnover Bulldogs. Took a step, no doubt about it. Let's see how Redding responds with Cruz on the bench with four fouls. Again, Redding with five turnovers in the second quarter, six in the third. It's a beautiful pass. Rosario on a back door for Chapman at two. Yeah, Cruz, uh, Gruber fell asleep, allowed Chapman to go back door. That's the first field goal by somebody other than Yadiel Cruz this half <laughs> for the Red Knights. Chapman to double figures for the ninth time and pulls the Red Knights within one. 44-43, 50 seconds into the fourth quarter. Hunsinger pointing people in the direction. Levan Gives it inside for LeVan. Has to kick it back for Gruber. Yeah, Swing it around for McFadden. There's a switch. Sosa was guarding LeVan. Now Oshimano's back on. Hunsinger right in front of the Bulldog bench. Gives it to McFadden at the right elbow. In the paint. Rattles it home. Tommy McFadden. Tommy McFadden's having a game. Yeah, he is. That's and 12. And a turnover by Redding. Another unforced error. On, I, it looked they like Rosario look like, stepped over the line. Yeah, just turned it over. And so the Red Knights turn it over for the 14th time. McFadden with his bucket and double figures his career high now in this game with 12. And the Red Knights' deficit is three as a result. And Bolt Wilson has the basketball, but not for long. Chapman forces a turnover. In the open floor, Sosa goes right at McFadden and gets the foul. Nico Sosa changing directions in midair to draw the contact and the foul on McFadden will shoot two. And McFadden tried to block the shot. Sosa twisted his body and drew the foul. So Nico Sosa at the stripe for the Red Knights, who trail it by three. Sosa will shoot two. Sosa is kind of a spark plug for Redding at both ends of the floor. Very animated personality. <laughs> Again, another player you would not want to play against because he would drive you crazy. <laughs> First one is good. The second is short and rebounded by Levan. So it's a two-point lead and an outlet pass. Gruber slips behind. Nobody there for the Red Knights. It's a layup for Maddox yeah, Gruber. that can't happen by the Red Knights. And they run the floor so well, and they fell asleep there. Four-point lead as a result. Maddox Gruber in double figures for the 16th time at 48-44. Kamara inside, rolls it in, and Jeremiah Kamara gets his first bucket. Yeah, really nice move. Avoided contact. Tried to get it first, but avoided the block by Levan. Pulls the Red Knights back to within a deuce again with 6.10 to go, and there's a foul on Chapman. Again, 45 feet, 50 yep. feet away from the basket. That can't happen. There's no – it there, can't happen. There's a difference between in-your-face defense and contact defense. He reached. There's no doubt yep. about it. No doubt about it. And, you, you know, you got to – you know, you could be aggressive, but you also have to play smart. Second on Chapman, second on the Red Knights as well. Wilson with a two-point lead and six minutes to go in the county championship. Gruber swings it for McFadden. Going to pop for three. This one is short. Scramble for the rebound, and Osamano wins the battle for the Red Knights. Levan almost had it, but Osamano was a little quicker. Rosario with a burst of speed gets to the bucket for the layup. Yeah, again, Wilson kind of fell asleep in transition. Again, that can't happen, and now we have a tie, Bob, with 5.30 to go. Seventh tie of this game at 48 apiece. McFadden for Hunsinger, along with Akings, Levan, and Gruber. Matt Coldren starting five out there for the Bulldogs. Why shouldn't the championship game come down to the final minute or so? 
we've had those kind of games all year. I should have put a copyright on Barnburner because we've had nothing but him, it seems like, since December. McFadden slips, turnover, Bulldogs. Osumano up ahead for Chapman, and oh, no, a foul. Foul on Gruber. So the foul by Gruber denies the layup for Chapman, and he'll have to put Redding High at the, in the lead at the free throw line if he can cash him in. Yeah, McFadden slipped as he tried to yep. drive to the basket, and there was no argument from the Wilson bench. There was no foul. Redding comes up with the ball. Chapman has a chance to put Redding ahead. Misses the first. Cam Zulinger back in for Wilson. Tom McFadden comes out. 5-0-4 left to go in this one. Again, first County's turned out for a good night of basketball here at Santander. Again, Chapman makes the second. One point lead for Redding. Yadiel Cruz remains on the bench with four fouls. So the Red Knights regain the lead for the first time since early in the third quarter. 49-48 Redding inside of five minutes left to go in the ballgame. Seven ties, six lead changes in this one. And a steal, it's loose on the floor. Chapman took it away. Yeah, Hunziger lost it in the corner. Rosario in the open floor stops oh, and travels. Yeah, no doubt about that one either. Took an extra step. Rosario's got to keep his composure. We saw him lose it a little bit the other night in the semifinals. He's, it's a tight game. He's got to be calm. He's got to remain calm. 4.40 to go after the Red Knight turnover. Their 15th. Wilson has it back. Bulldogs have turned it over four times in this quarter, and Matt Colgren wants a timeout. Going to be a 30-second timeout for the Bulldogs with 4.34 left to go, and Redding on top, 49-48. Yeah, Bob, we saw Red Wilson commit 11 second-half turnovers at the Geigel in that six-point loss. They committed six in the second half in a 50-44 loss to Redding. Uh, you know, they've been here before. It's a one-point game. It's anybody's game. Wilson For Wilson, they've got to find a way to finish. For Redding, they've got to rely on their history. They know they've been able to come back and beat Wilson. They've done it twice already. Let's see what happens. Here's what else they've done. They've made this flip of the game back with Yadiel Cruz on the bench Correct. with four fouls. Correct. And, I, and Cruz, it looks like he's going to stay out. I right. Mean, you, if, you you're, wonder, if you're right. If you're Francis Gamari, you might as well buy a little more time because yeah. you've got a lead right now. Yeah, because now Wilson has the basketball Let's see how long Cruz stays out. Osumano comes in, Sosa, Rosario, Kamara, and Chapman. Chapman, yep. Yeah. So, yeah. again, if, if you're Francis Kamara, you're thinking about buying some time because he's got four fouls. So as long as you have the lead or you're within a bucket, you, just, you might as well just try to ride the wave a little bit and see how much longer you can keep him on the bench. I'll make a prediction. I don't think he's going to be on the bench much longer. I think when <laughs> it gets under four, he's coming in. LeVan trapped. Three red knights around him. He pulls it away. Leaves Akings open for three. No. Tipped around. Tipped a second time. Zulinger has it. In the paint. Still loose. Bodies everywhere. Oh my goodness. It looks like a rugby scrum in the middle of the floor. It's out of bounds. Last touch by running high. That ball's on the floor. There are bodies chasing it down everywhere. there fast. Yeah. Yeah, both of these teams are so aggressive, play terrific defense. So Redding High will stay on defense. Wilson will inbound underneath with 4.17 left to go in the ballgame. Gruber, Akings, Levan, 
Zulinger right. and Tommy Huntinger. Matt Coldren holding his breath on that inbounds pass from <laughs> Huntinger to, to Gruber. Dangerous pass again from Zulinger across the court to Huntinger. Looks for Levan, fronted by Osumano, and stripped by Sosa and fouled. Osumano has been fronting Luke Levan, and Wilson can't get him the ball. No, they can't, and that's the way to play him because Osumano has such a long reach, and I'm actually surprised that he hasn't done it before because he wasn't doing it in the first half. He was playing behind him. Foul on Nico Sosa, his third, Redding's third. Wilson will bring Tom McFadden back into the game, bring Tommy Hunsinger to the bench, and McFadden will inbound for Zulinger. Backdoor look and a bucket for Cam Zulinger. Big basket for Cam Zulinger, pretty pass by Tommy McFadden. Wilson regains the lead. 50-49 Bulldogs, and nearly a takeaway, and it is a takeaway as the Red Knights turn it over and, again. And as I predicted, here comes Yadiel Cruz. <laughs> nope, <laughs> now he just a... sat down. Oh, he was coming he was, in? He was, he was at the scorer's table, and now they've sent it back down to the bench. Okay, maybe because he's, they're playing defense. Right, because they turned it over. Yeah, they were going to bring yep, him in yep, for yep, offense, yep. yep. Yeah, but I, I don't think it can wait much longer. I know it's only a one-point game, but I think you got to bring him back in. 3.45 left to go. Wilson, 50, Redding, 49. Bulldogs have the ball. In the hands of Maddox Gruber right now. Again, Chapman in his grill. Gruber going to back him down. Nowhere else to go. Gives it back for McFadden. Kicks it for Akings. Akings spins into traffic. Kick out. McFadden for three. No. Tipped by Zulinger. Grabbed by Kamara. The Red Knights have it. And McFadden had an open look. Just didn't convert. Kamara, stutter step. Up in the air. Gives it back for Chapman. 3.15 now left to go. Chapman help, needs help. Osumano from the right elbow is good. That's just his second field goal tonight. Redding regains the lead. 51-50 Red Knights. Eight lead changes now, and the seesaw is on. Three minutes to go. Just a terrific championship game. Cam Zulinger in front of the Wilson bench, looking for somebody to come out high. Levan sets the screen. Rosario trying to get the steal. Gives it up instead for Akings. One thing Matt Coldren was concerned about, Wilson matching Redding's toughness, they sure have tonight. Zulinger tries to go baseline. Now he needs help. Dumps it for McFadden. Blocked by Osumano. Picked up by Zulinger. Gives it back for Gruber. Gruber goes inside and scores. Tough shot, Maddox. Gruber. Wow. Wow, what a block by Osumano, and then what a response by Maddox Gruber. 52-51, Wilson back up on top thanks to the bucket by Maddox Gruber. He's got 12 timeout Bulldogs with 2.25 left to go, and Wilson back up on top, 52-51. Wilson calls just its first timeout of the night. Well, Bob, I can say this. Compared to those first two meetings, Wilson has played a much better fourth quarter and is has the one-point lead. I don't think they ever led this late in either of the two meetings earlier this season. Again, can the Bulldogs finish? That's been the problem against Reading. It's been a problem against other of the top teams in, the, in Berks County. Reading, on the other hand, has been there before. They know how to respond, falling behind. I think Yadiel Cruz is coming back in the game, too, by the way. Wilson with a win over Exeter in the quarterfinal, 74-51. At Burks Catholic in the semis, 59-46. For Reading High, he beat Schuylkill Valley in the quarterfinal, 78-40. And then the win over Muhlenberg, 69-47. To get here to this county championship. Again, 
Wilson and Redding have won a county title between the two of them every year since going back to 2018. Berks Catholic won it in 2018. Redding High won the three before that. Red Knights have won 25 titles. Bulldogs have won 11. 52-51, Wilson on top. Redding with a basketball following the Bulldog timeout with 2.25 left to go in the game. Interesting look for Wilson. Cruz comes back in, but Tommy Hunsicker remains on the bench for Wilson. Looks like Cam Zulinger is going to guard Cruz. Red Knights run a little double high post with Cruz and Osumano. Rosario inside, gives it back for Osumano. For Kamara, driving against Akings, drives hard, misses the shot. Akings has the rebound. Bulldogs with a basketball inside of two minutes to go. I don't think there's any way that Wilson's going to try to hold the ball here, <laughs> but I think they would like to kill some clock. They'll take as much as they can with the... There's the backdoor look for McFadden. He had to save it, oh, but he, he couldn't. No, he turned it he over. Turned it over. On the save, they turn it back for Chapman, who turns it right back. Levan has it back for the Bulldogs. Akings knocked the ball loose, and Levan recovered it. Akings looking inside, knocked away by Cruz, but right back to Akings. Yeah, right. Mac Holder's saying, slow down, slow down. <laughs> we have the lead. 125 left to play. 52-51, Bulldogs, timeout, Wilson. Why yell it to him when you can call a timeout and bring him over? We'll take a timeout as well. 119 left. Bulldogs on top by one in the county final. More after this. When it comes to Italian food in Berks County, nobody does it like the Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society in Reading. Authentic homemade dishes have been served up by Victor Emanuel's Food for over 108 years. New memberships are now being accepted for only $10. The facility at 311 Hazel Street is also available for rental for your private parties, banquets, and celebrations. As the weather gets warmer, Victor's has a great outdoor picnic facility. Victor Emanuel Society, a taste of Italy right here in Reading. Welcome back to Santander Arena. Wilson has two timeouts left. Redding has three timeouts left. If they need to, the Red Knights have a foul to give. Wilson has two fouls, two fouls to give. Yeah. It's a big possession for the Bulldogs. I, I, think, I think it's really important to get something here, getting a basket here. Up one because you know Redding's going to go to Cruz. 52 51. They inbound to Levan. Rosario tied him up, but he dribbled it on the end line in the process. Rosario's got to calm down. He's, he just overreacts. Yeah, every, really, the ball was clearly out of bounds. Clearly out of bounds. He's just got to, yeah. So Wilson will inbound. No change of possession. 117 left to go. And the possession arrow points to Redding. Gruber slips as he tries to cut to the ball. So Zulinger There's comes trouble. and gets it. There's Trap Trap City here. But, but Cruz can't foul. He's got four. Francis Camara yelling out. They're, they're chasing the ball. They're going to try to, let's see if they try to double team the basketball up top. The Aikings in the corner with one minute left to go. Down the wire we're going. With Wilson on top and with possession at 52-51. Chapman goes for the steal. Gruber regains possession. Gruber trying, trying to, to fend off Chapman with his draw, body. He's really yep. trying to draw a foul on Chapman. 
Bob, 40 seconds left. I didn't think Wilson was going to try to hold for one. They McFadden are. Bad with a great find inside oh. of Levan. Couldn't get the shot, but he's fouled. Fouled by Osumano. Great look by Tommy McFadden. Logue Levan will shoot two. Levan, 58% foul shooter. Attempting the two biggest free throws of his high school career. 37.7 left to go in the ball game. The foul called on Chapman is his third. First wow. one is pure. Makes it a two-point game. Bulldogs will keep everybody off the foul line with 37.7 left to go in the ballgame. Wow. Two <laughs> Did not look like a 58% wow. free throw shooter. He made them both. It's a three-point game. Timeout. I, I don't know. It's timeout Reading. Timeout Reading. 37.7. Well, we're not going to go anywhere right now. Let's stay here for the fun. Redding still has a couple timeouts left. Francis Kamara is going to talk some strategy, and obviously, you need three. And Redding does not have a foul to give. The next foul on Redding will put Wilson at the line, regardless of where it happens. Wilson has two fouls right. to give, which may come into play here Correct. on this possession. Right, because now you can kind of nurse the clock from the defensive side if you're Wilson because you can chip away by committing some fouls. So Gruber scored on that layup with 2.25 to go to give Wilson a 52-51 lead. Right. There were no points scored until LeVan's two free throws here with 37.7 seconds to go. Wilson now leads 54-51. Reading high basketball. And so again, what we're saying is that Wilson can commit some fouls and just kind of extend the play and extend the time that it takes for Redding High to get a shot. Matt, Matt Cauldron just telling referee Craig Levigna, I think he wants a timeout if, if we're they near score. a if they score or if we, we're near a held ball, if we get the ball. I think something like that because he was kind of like ho holding his right. Arms I think he, I think he can say that for the ball if he scores, right. but you can't grab. You can't say it for a possession. Bob, I don't think they need a three here. Yeah. I don't. I think they need a good shot. Well, they're going to try for Rosario to drive inside. Oh, the man blocked it. Ball saved by McFadden. Can they keep it in bounds? They can't. Great wow. block by Levan and a great effort by McFadden, but it stays Redding's basketball wow, with 25.6. Third block of the night by Levan. This is the best game we have seen him play. So Chapman will inbound right in front of the Red Knight bench. And again, 25.6 left, still left to go, and the Red Knight's down by three. They just need a two. They don't need a three. Maybe try to get a three-point play. Inbounds for Kamara out near half court. Drives on Akings, drives right at the bucket and scores. Yeah, that, that's and the there's way the to timeout. Yeah. They, actually, they called it the, the, the timeout goes to Redding High. Okay, but that's what that was a smart play. Rosario or, or Kamara, excuse me, went to the basket, scored the layup. They didn't need a three. They're down one. Wilson basketball with 19.2 left. And likely the, the the plan for Wilson is guard the three, give up the two, and it made it a little bit easier for Kamara. To, to go to the hole and get the bucket just his second field what goal. What I'm surprised at is that they didn't foul, foul him right. before he went to the basket right, right. because they have two fouls to give. And maybe Matt Cauldron told them that, but they just got caught up in the moment. I'm not sure, but they needed to foul there with two to give before Kamara attacked the basket. So it's still Wilson's lead, and it's going to be Wilson's ball with 19.2 left to play in the ballgame. Bulldogs 54, Red Knights 53. Barn burner. 
I told Unbelie- you. I, I mean, this is a, the string of games that we've had this season. This is our 20th game, boys and girls. And I, I, I'm thinking 14 or 15, 15 of them have come down to the last minute. Absolutely correct. So, again, Wilson basketball following the timeout. Redding only has one timeout left. Wilson has two. And the Wilson inbound, whoever inbounds for Wilson, can run the baseline. It came after a made field goal. McFadden will be the inbounder. Redding high obviously will pick up full court. And if I'm Redding, the person I'm fouling is LeVan, even though he made them. Right. Oh, he's out of the game. Tommy Hunsaker's in. That was smart. Smart by Matt Cauldron. McFadden inbound to Gruber, almost taken away. Bulldogs still have it. Up the half court to Akings with 14 seconds. Akings to the foul line, in traffic, looking for help and a foul. And he will go to the line. So Carell Akings is going to be the shooter. 70% free throw shooter is going to shoot two. Red Knights over the limit in fouls, and they'll get Luke LeVan back in now for his size and his defense. That, that took almost 10 seconds off the clock. The foul's on Rosario. Rosario is third, which is right now immaterial. Carell Akings shooting two for the Bulldogs. He has four of his nine points at this point in time from the line, and he missed the first. Regardless of what he did, it was still going to be a one-possession game. There's now 9.9 left to go. Akings with one more shot to take. wonder if Francis Kamara calls a timeout here or if he lets the guys go, either on a make or a miss. He's got Jim Murray on his hip in case he wants him. Akings, second free throw. No good. Tipped around and almost out of bounds. Chapman got the ball and calls timeout with 7.5. Terrell Akings missed them both, and the Red Knights have the basketball. They've got to go the length of the floor. They're down by one at 54-53. Wow. It's going to be heartbreak for somebody, but yeah. a great game for for basketball fans. Yeah, Akings had a chance to put <laughs> Wilson up three. Couldn't convert on either of the free throws. Now Redding has a chance to win with a made basket, any kind of a made basket or free throws. We go back to what we said the last possession. Wilson didn't foul, yeah, so that scenario is still in play. Yeah, good point, Bob. They need to foul. They Absolutely. Need, even if it takes four Slow seconds down. off the clock, right. they need, the Bulldogs need to foul Redding in the backcourt. The, the idea behind that is essentially you're trying to just slow down the possession yeah. because it, if, you, if you foul them, it t- then they have to reset it, and, it, and you're just taking longer for them to get down the floor and put, them, put themselves in a position and not that to get a matter, shot. Not that it matters, but the only Wilson player with three fouls is Corral Akins. Everybody else has either two, has two or less, so it doesn't matter. You've got to foul. As soon, and let's see if Redding tries a long pass, which I don't think would be the right thing. I think they're going to send somebody off a screen in the backcourt and get some momentum coming up the court. Whether that's Rosario or Camaro, I'm not sure, but I would give it to Rosario. Just to make it official, they adjusted the clock now to eight seconds. So a half of a second added on to the clock and added on to the cause for Redding High, who's down by one. Yeah, Levan is still out of the game. It's Zullinger, Hunsinger, Gruber, Akings, and McFadden for Wilson. You give Redding. Cruz, Osumano, Kamara, Rosario, and Chapman. Chapman, the inbounder. Watch Rosario on this. A screen for Rosario to get the basketball. Cruz going deep. That's not going to happen. Here comes Rosario. Yep. 
They got a foul. They, they, they tried That's for the it. foul. They yep. knocked it loose, and they got the foul. They, that, the foul was called from behind, and a better better view from the officials from behind on the foul. Down to five seconds. That took, what, three seconds off? Four yep. seconds? Well, they started with five, so 2.8 to be precise. Okay. And the foul was on Maddox Gruber, his third. No, no, they put the clock. It was eight seconds. You're right. It was right. almost three seconds. Right, right, right. 2.8. And Wilson has one more foul to give. Right. Let's see what happens here. So the Red Knights are now at half court. And to Rosario, he's trapped. And there's the foul. There's the foul. That foul with 2.3. Very... So that's what we're doing. Yep. You're, just, you're just trying to stretch the possession. So now all you've left running high with is 2.3 to get the shot the, off. And here comes LeVan to guard Cruz or Osumana. So the Red Knights now from extended time their long Wilson. foul. Yep. So Wilson will call the timeout. 2.3 is what's on the clock here at Santander Arena. So the Red Knights are now in their front court, but they've got to set up a play and get off a shot. And if Wilson fouls, they go to the line. Correct. I know there's only 2.3, but it's possible right. that they foul and go to the line. Again, let's let's say this, Bob. This officiating crew has done an absolutely yep. amazing job here in this game, high-pressure game. Troy Lister, Jim Murray, Craig Levigna, have, they, they've been outstanding. Uh, and I don't think there's been many gripes at all from either bench. There really hasn't. No. And they, there no more be. than usual. No, that's... no, right, a few here and there. But I, if it's me, I'm trying to set something up for Yadiel Cruz. You, I mean, you, 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 you want to, to. You're right. You go down. You go down with the yes. the leader in your clubhouse for sure. He's got 20 on the night. Whether doesn't what, have a point in the fourth quarter, just as well, an FYI. I mean, I mean, I, he doesn't have a shot in the fourth well, quarter yeah. because he was sitting. Because he's on the bench row with four fouls. But correct. It, like to set up maybe a, you know, some kind of an alley oop or something. I thought it was interesting that they had. Now it may change at the timeout. But they initially had Rosario inbounding. You would think you would want Rosario on the floor as the passer. And, and he came in he, right. uh, from the full court. Let's see. I think, I think it's, it's going to be Chapman. Chapman. Yeah. It's going to be Chapman. That would make more sense because now you have Rosario for his distribution purposes out on the floor. Cruz set up underneath the basket and right outside the circle. 2.3 to go. Reading high inbounds down by a point. To Rosario. Backdoor for Chapman. It's knocked loose in the Wilson Bulldogs. Are your Berks County champion? And they win it with a defensive play. Maddox Gruber came up with a steal in the final seconds. Wilson with the championship. 54-53. What an effort by both teams, but the Bulldogs just a tremendous, tremendous defensive stance there at the end of the game. So it's the Wilson Bulldogs, their championship for the first time since 2021. Fifth under soon-to-be Hall of Famer Matt Coldren. The Wilson Bulldogs win it over the Reading Red Knights. The final score, Bulldogs 54, Red Knights 53. We're going to take a timeout back. We'll try to get words with winning coach Matt Coldren and a couple of players as well on our post-game show with more after this on WEU and Reading. Let's make sure that's on. Okay. Family owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. 
They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Reading, call 610-372-1624 or sandersfuneral.com. Family owned and operated for over 50 years, Poplowski's is your one-stop automotive service and collision center. Most of their staff have 30 or more years in the field. They install what they sell, car, truck, and SUV accessories to personalize your vehicle. Please remember, as they always say, you have the right to choose who does your auto body repairs after an accident. So keep Poplowski's in mind when you have an automotive need. And from everyone at Poplowski's, thanks for listening to WEEU and for your business. Welcome back to Santander Arena where the Wilson Bulldogs, who lost twice during the regular season to Reading High, come from behind in this one, and they win it. The final score, the Bulldogs 54, the Red Knights 53. Rich Garcelles with winning coach Matt Coulter. Bob, we're here with Wilson coach Matt Coulter after the Bulldogs thrilling 54-53 win over Reading. Matt, just your thoughts overall on the, on the grid of your team. I just want to say, first of all, what a hell of a game. I, I said to Coach Kamara before the game, I'm a little selfish. I wish every year it was Redding Wilson. Um, and I think people were treated to an awesome game. And either team could have won the game. We just made one extra play, I guess, to win it. But I'm just so proud of my guys, especially what we went through in January. You know, and Most of January was my fault. I did a very poor job coaching. I did. Um, and we corrected it, and they believed in themselves, and they believed in what we were teaching them. So I'm just super proud of them. You've told Bob and I all year that this team is a really good team. Yeah, they I just got to put 32 minutes together. You've done that three straight games here this week in the county playoffs. I don't know about 32 tonight, but I'll take it. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm so proud of them. Um, you're right. Not Maybe not 32 minutes, but it's, this whole week we didn't have a bad quarter. And that's what January was. We had a bad quarter every game, and it hurt us. How about Luke Levan? Then I came up with four blocks. I think he got 14 points. 12. Yeah. I, I listen. I can rave about all my guys. Like that. Hey, and, and the two free throws. Oh, he, he's a good shooter. He is. And and I said to you earlier, if we would have made fouls tonight, we might not have been in that sticky situation. But Luke made two big ones, and yeah, I, I just love these kids. They're warriors, and you know, kudos to Redding, man. They play so hard. Um, and they force you to make mistakes. Um, and I like it because they, they make us up our game. What did you say to your kids on that last possession with two and a half seconds left? <laughs> don't, please don't foul. No, it was, <laughs> we wanted to keep everything um, in front of them. I actually was convinced through scouting they, were gonna, they have a lob play that they run. And I really thought they were going to go to lob. Um, and then when they first took Kamara to the, the corner, I thought, oh, God, this is a replay of, uh, was it the Muhlenberg? One of the games they lost, he missed a shot at the buzzer in the corner. And I, First Catholic, I think it was. Yeah. I was having a quick flashback, but thankfully they didn't give it to him. Matt, we'll let you go with the medal ceremony. Congratulations. We'll see you in the district play. I say this to you all the time. You two are the best. Um, I'm going to join you someday. Just so you know. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Matt Coldren gets the win. The, the Bulldogs get the championship. And so now Matt Coldren has won five county championships as the head coach with the Wilson Bulldogs 2007 2014 they went back to back in 2020 and 21 and now again in 2024 
You know, there's an old adage in the world of sports about you beat a team twice and you hate to play them a third time. And that's exactly how that scenario unfolded in this one because Reading High won the two earlier in the season, in the regular season, but the Bulldogs end up winning the third. So that kind of raises its head. But we talked about it during the game that it was. I, this doesn't take anything away from Reading High, but Matt Coldren felt as if, and he's right, that the, it was really a lot more of the Bulldogs gave it away and they didn't do that tonight. They finished. Yep. I talked yeah, about that's it all the right game. Word. Can they finish? Yep. They finished tonight. Luke Levan with the go-ahead. Well, put them up three, 54-51 with 37.7 seconds left. Two free throws. Jeremiah Camaro answered with 19 seconds left. And then after Corral Akings missed two free throws, Wilson with a defensive stand. Maddox Gruber with the steal. Great sportsmanship going on on the floor. Reading High is getting their silver medals. And, again, they're a very emotional team. When they win, they celebrate. When they lose, they take it hard. And the Wilson Bulldog players are now coming over and congratulating them before they then turn around and get their medals. It's a great sign of sportsmanship. Look, what Matt said to you is what Matt Coldren believes. He doesn't paint pictures. He tells you exactly. He's a great post-game interview because he tells you exactly what he thinks. And there's nobody who would rather play Redding High. If if Matt Coldren could play Redding High 20 times a year, he would sign up in a heartbeat. Because he knows it makes his Absolutely. team and his program and himself better by playing Reading High. And and it, it's it's a great rivalry, and I still can't believe this is only the sixth meeting in the <laughs> county championship game, but it is. Wilson now has an unbelievable 5-1 to one advantage over Reading in the county final, which, and again, the only loss, Matt Coldren played in that game right. in 1990, the first So once meeting. they got him out as a player and made him a coach, <laughs> the things went, things got, got better. But again, just a, a tremendous job by the Bulldogs and a tremendous job by the Red Knights. They they fight, fought tooth and nail. And these are the series. I was mentioning this, Rich, during the postgame show in the girls' game. The emotional level that these teams get to to win a county championship, you worry about them next week when the first round of districts rolls around. There's a lot of leagues. The Mid-Penn League for years did not want to play a league title because they thought it was to their advantage because of the emotional outpouring that they have in the county championships. You worry about that somewhat in the first round. But that's next week. And and there's a possibility we could see this again in the district semifinals, a Wilson running game. But, Bob, let's talk about the Bulldogs. They struggled up and down down the stretch. They lost three games in a row and then finished the season with a win over Governor Mifflin and then played their best basketball of the season this week against Exeter, against Burks Catholic and against Reading. Three impressive performances. As I said to Matt during the interview, he told us all year, we're a good team. Really, yeah. we're a good team. Yep. And they showed it this week. Yeah, and what he said is exactly what he meant, which is if we can just put four quarters together. And we've said that in a, several of our broadcasts, that the Wilson always had that night where they couldn't get it together for one quarter. And when they couldn't get it together, it's because they simply could not make shots for a quarter. They just kind of had a one dead quarter, and they didn't do that one time yeah. this whole entire week. I'm, I'm going to go try track down a couple Bulldogs players. Well, you, well, you, you go. Uh, <laughs> give, give, the, give the listeners some information. I'll do my very best. The Reading Red Knights falling tonight in the county championship game. So the Red Knights' 26th title is alluded to them, but a great effort by Reading High, and of course, they are alive in the district playoffs. So again, I'll scenario for you. Reading High 
will be in action on Tuesday night against Penn Matter. We're going to have that one for you from the Geigel. 7 o'clock is the tip-off time from the Geigel Complex. Running high, the 6th seed will take on Penn Matter, the 11th seed. Wilson is the 10th seed in the District 3 6A playoffs. They will take on Cedar Crest at Cedar Crest High School. We're going to take a timeout back with more of our post-game show. We'll have our Judd Firestone player of the game, our Angstad Family Dental play of the game, and a whole lot more when we come back to Santander Arena with more on WEU in Reading. At Cross Keys Insurance, we don't just sell insurance, we help you buy it. The right package, the right price, the right security for your home, family, or business. Cross Keys is an independent agent, and we'll search different companies to find the right combination of price and coverage to meet your needs. Call Cross Keys Insurance at 610-916-6190 to get the key to your security. The key to your security. Cross Keys Insurance. Are your garage doors noisy, squeaky, or moving unevenly? Having trouble opening and closing them? Don't be left sitting in the driveway this winter. It's time for a tune-up from Overhead Door. Starting at just $99, we'll inspect, lube, and adjust your garage doors so they operate smoothly. Call today and ask for a tune-up special from Overhead Door. And business owners, we also specialize in commercial warehouse stock maintenance. Overhead Door, we're more than just doors. OverheadDoorOfReading.com Pennsylvania athletes, families, and fans, UECU invites you to enjoy their low loan rates, competitive deposit rates, members' rewards, shopping discounts, new roadside assistance service, and cell phone protection powered by Buzzing. Get started online at UECU.org or stop by their branch in Why I'm Missing on Meridian Boulevard. That's UECU, a powerful new way to save money. Visit UECU.org slash checking to learn more. Welcome back to our postgame show. Again, the Wilson Bulldogs with the win, 54-53 in this one. Rich Garcella making an effort to try to grab a couple of the Bulldog players. And we will have that momentarily. Right now the kids are celebrating with their classmates, and so that's kind of a cool thing. So why will we take that moment away from them before they climb the nets and do the cutting down the nets thing. And Wilson with a win by a score of 54-53. Rich is caught up with Tom McFadden. Go ahead, Rich, take it away. There are the Wilson Jr., Tommy McFadden. Tommy had a career high tonight. Just winning this championship game against a team that you had lost to twice, what does it mean to you? It means everything. It's what we wanted all season. I mean, this was the goal, district, states, all of it. It feels feels amazing. I hope, hope we can continue with this and go in the states and I don't know. It's just amazing. I'm so excited. Why were you more aggressive offensively? Um, coach believed in me. Everyone believed in me. Um, just got got to, you know, I started to do it more. Um, just all my teammates, you know, t- talking in my ear, and you know, tell me I can do it, all that stuff. How about Luke Levan's performance tonight offensively and defensively? Oh, we played amazing. I mean, that's what we wanted from every night. Get the ball in the middle. We, we need to go through him for our offense because he's so good, so impactful. And even on defense, he's blocking shots, doing everything we need him to do. Last thing, what did you guys want to do on that last possession? Uh, we, we didn't want to switch anything. We wanted to force him into like a bad shot or force him into something, you know, contested. But Maddox Gruber, great job. We, were, we talked about it. Do we want to switch, not switch? He said don't switch it. He stayed, made a great play. That's what we needed. Tommy, I'll let you go. Go celebrate with your teammates. Thank you. Congratulations to Tom McFadden. As Rich said, career high for the junior tonight. And we were talking about that at the time being. 
So he, he comes up with his career high. And what we're talking about is how good he's been defensively. No question about how good he's been defensively. And uh, Matt Colson has been singing his praises that the offense is there. He just hasn't been as aggressive as they tried him to be. And as he just talked to Rich about the fact that his teammates are trying to get him to be a little bit more aggressive. And he certainly was in tonight's game as he finishes with a career high of 12 points. Great balance of the stat sheet for the Bulldogs. Maddox Gruber with 12, as well as Luke LeVan. So three players with 12 points for the Bulldogs and nine for Carell Akings, five for Tommy Hunsinger, and four for Cam Zulinger to total up to 54 for the Bulldogs. Rich has caught up with Luke LeVan. Take it away, Rich. Luke, just your thoughts on winning this championship in a really, really hard-fought game. I mean, we had Redding twice this season. They got us both times in pretty close games. This was another close game. We were fighting till the end, and uh, we pulled it out. Why do you think you guys gelled this week for the county playoffs? I mean, we had it in us the whole season. We beat Central York early on to show what we could do. And we kind of had a slow, slow end of the season, but we had it in us the whole time, and we came back at the end and showed everyone what we could do. You had a terrific game offensively and defensively. What was it? What was it about tonight that made or that allowed you to step up? I mean, I'm playing down low against someone who's pretty good shot blocker, pretty good defender, but I got a little weight on him, and I just had to get to get some rebounds, get some easy putbacks, and that's what I did. What did coach tell you on that last spreading possession? We had to make sure not to foul them because they would have obviously got to the free throw line. And uh, Maddox, Maddox made a great play diving on the ball, not not fouling anyone. That's all to him. Luke, it's hard to think the district playoffs begin next Tuesday. You want to celebrate tonight. But what does this do? What kind of momentum does this create for next week? I mean, we just know now what we're capable of, and we're going to keep working practicing every day and we got cedar crest i believe on tuesday and that's going to be a great game look thanks a lot congratulations thank you thank you we're going to take a timeout. we'll be back with more of our postgame show oh hold on well we're not we're going to have words with no, maddox gruber go ahead rich take it away go ahead here with wilson jr maddox gruber maddox came up with a defensive play of the game tell me what did coach tell you on that last reading possession you came up with the steal what did you want to do? Well, we knew that they were going to try and get to the basket and try and get a foul, but I'm not going to lie. Nick had me a little bit on that. I was running low behind, but I just dove for it and got it. How gratifying is it to win this championship after all the ups and downs that you guys have had this it season? It feels so good, you know, especially to do it with these group of guys. is just so special. I can't believe it. What allowed you? Why did you guys... Why were you able to gel this week for the county playoffs? Well, we, we knew that it, uh, these are the biggest games, and we knew that uh, this would give us momentum going into the district games, and that's really big. That's really big. Tell me about Luke LeVan tonight. It, it seemed like he really stepped up his yep. game at both ends of the floor. Yep. He's just so good. You know, he's just uh, big. That uh, that's just always there. He's going to get defensive stops. He's going to get boards, offensive boards. He's going to finish around the rim. And, yeah, I'm just so proud of him, so proud of him. I know it's next week, but what can this do, winning this championship, do for you guys going into the District 3 6A playoffs? It gives us momentum going into next week. I believe we play Cedar Crest first round at Cedar Crest, so it's just going to give us momentum, and I'm ready to play. Maddox, thanks a lot. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Go celebrate. 
Great job, and thanks to the players and coaches for the Wilson Bulldogs. You can see some of those interviews. Uh, you can see all of those interviews over the course of the next couple hours. They'll all be up on our social media pages on, on Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram as well. We've had some great responses from those interviews. Great job by Rich and great job by Jeff Nolan getting those interviews out there onto social media so you get a chance to share them with your friends, your families, and we appreciate the feedback that we're getting from it. We're going to take a timeout. One last break. We'll come back with our Judd Firestone player of the game, our Angstad family dental player of the game, and sign off of a great night of high school basketball here at WEU in Reading. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, trust in a realtor with local knowledge and 20 years of experience. Phil Macaronis, a lifelong resident of Berks County and a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame, is rated in the top 1% of realtors nationwide for sales production. For a knowledgeable, personable, reliable realtor, count on Phil Macaronis of REMAX of Reading. Call 610-670-2770, extension 3179, or call his cell phone at 610-858-4555. Hey there, basketball fans. Let's take a moment to talk about the cornerstone in our neighborhood, Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. When it comes to protecting your home, trust the folks who have been doing it for over 51 years. From solar solutions to remodeling dreams, they've got you covered. Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. The name you trust, the people you know. Visit us today and let's make your home the MVP of the neighborhood. Call Bachman's at 610-947-5102 or visit gobachmans.com. Buying a home has never been so easy. I'm Chris Snyder of Mortgage America. If you're buying a home or refinancing your current one, you've come to the right place. Mortgage America's expert loan officers are available to assist you 24 hours a day, offering professional guidance throughout the home buying process. That's why we're awarded the number one mortgage lender in Pennsylvania. Call us at 610-376-1755 or visit us at 1100 Berkshire Boulevard, Wyoming. MNLS number 128501. Family-owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Redding, call 610-372-1624 or Sanders Funeral Welcome to our postgame. We're back to our postgame show. It's time now for our player of the game brought to you by Judd Firestone Plumbing. Whether it's a dripping faucet, a drain backing up, or plans for remodeling a bathroom or kitchen, it's important to have it done right. Judd Firestone Plumbing has more than 85 years of combined experience serving the community. Call them at 610-678-9080 for Judd Firestone Plumbing in Laureldale or find them on Facebook. Well, couple of choices for the Wilson Bulldogs in the win tonight, as I mentioned a moment ago before Rich talked to them, that Maddox Gruber, Tom McFadden, and Luke Levant all had 12 points. It was a career high with for McFadden with 12, but you combine all aspects of it with the defense of Luke Levant, the length of Luke Levant, and the two big free throws down the stretch by Luke Levant. He is our Judd Firestone Plumbing player of the game. As far as our play of the game, Brought to you by Angstad Family Dental. Let their family take care of your family. Visit angstadfamilydental.com for more information. Well, Maddox Gruber had the big play of the game at the end on the defensive side, but it was a couple of minutes, a few plays before that on the offensive end. It turned out to be the game-winning bucket on his drive to the baseline up and over the outstretched arms of Maliko Sumano and the length of the 
Wilson Bulldogs that gave, or the, excuse me, the Reading Red Knights that gave Wilson the lead at that point in time, 52-51. And then Wilson got the two free throws from Luke Levan to make it 54-51. Reading was able to score to get it back to a one-point game. But that drive by Gruber, and the irony of that, Rich, is how the first game at the Geigel ended, which was Maddox Gruber having Great that shot point. blocked by Osumano. And it helped Osumano win the game. had three blocks in the last Correct. minute of that first game Correct. at the Geigel in January. I mean, what a terrific championship <laughs> game. Whoever won. Again, it's heartbreak for whoever, whoever was lost this game. And just uh, euphoria for the team that won. But my goodness, what a terrific championship game. We couldn't have asked for anything more. Yeah, it, it, the way this whole season goes, you we kept saying throughout this season, that nobody was really separating themselves from anybody else. Every time we had a game that combined all of the some of the top teams in the county, they always seemed to be, well, okay, maybe right now it's Berks Catholic. Maybe now it's Exeter. Maybe it's Red Mom. And you know what? Muhlenberg looked, and it's just the way it turned out. They were so evenly balanced. It was going to be who got hot at the right time. Redding got hot first. They won nine out of uh, 10 out of 11 coming into this one. Wilson got hot at the absolute opportune time this week. Out of those top five contenders, and I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't mean to discount Fleetwood, but I'm talking about the teams that right. played each other all year. Redding, Wilson, Muhlenberg, Exeter, Berks Catholic. Wilson probably had the least momentum going into the county <laughs> playoffs yep. and found a way to put together three of their best performances of the season. Maybe the other, only other one was their victory over Central York. But, man, did the Bulldogs play well this week. They sure did, and they're your county champions. So, again, on a night of champions, your champions are why missing for the girls, Wilson for the boys. The Spartans won it over the Wilson Bulldogs girls team, 45-36, and the Wilson boys win it over Reading High, 54-53. So that finishes leg two of our schedule the regular season is done the county playoffs are done leg three begins on monday district three playoffs get started on monday and tuesday with first round coverage again we'll start it with a couple of defending district champions exeter boys 5a on monday night at lampeter stroudsburg high school we'll be on the air at 6 45 with a pregame show and then on tuesday we'll see these red knights we'll see how they respond after this loss tonight we'll be at the geigle on tuesday night Seven o'clock is our show is game time, and we'll have that one as the Red Knights host the Penn Manor Comets. I think this will make the Red Knights not only hungrier <laughs> but angrier, <laughs> and I, I think there I, I would expect a strong performance from the Red Knights on Tuesday in the first round. It's not like the Red Knights didn't play well, right. but they didn't take care of the basketball. Bob, they had eighteen turnovers compared to fourteen for. Wilson 18 turnovers isn't going to win you many games right and 11 of those for 18 were in the second half that's when Wilson ultimately was able to get control of this game again 54 53 it went down to the wire and down to the last couple seconds and the Bulldogs are your win for, for Wilson they go to 17 and 8 now on the season and ironically enough Redding falls to 17 and 8 on the season they'll both head to the district 3 6a playoffs and who he know all they got to do is win a couple games, and we'll do it all over again for round number four. The way they're playing, I wouldn't question it at all. Thanks to Kerry Seattle, the executive director of the BCIAA. Thanks to Tom, Tom Legath, the basketball commissioner for the county. 
And thanks to Sean Tansky again, doing a great job over the course of the last couple of nights for all the basketball games we've been giving to you. Thanks to Trees Media Group for allowing us to bring you this wealth of basketball this week in the county playoffs. And they've given us the go-ahead to keep on doing it into Monday and Tuesday's district playoffs. That will do it for our coverage for my colleague Rich Garcella doing a great job on the floor and off it beside me. Thanks to Jeff Nolan, our sports director as well, for his work in providing with all that social media stuff that we've been able to pump out. My name is Bob McCool. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you. I'll talk to you Monday morning with Mornings with Mike. I'll talk to you with Monday night with more high school basketball here in WEU, the voice of Berks County and beyond. WEEU Sports presents exclusive live coverage of Berks County High School Basketball. High School Sports on WEEU is brought to you in part by Angstadt Family Dental, Bachman Roofing, Chick-fil-A, Cross Keys Insurance, Judd Firestone Plumbing, Coon Funeral Homes, Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, Mortgage America, Overhead Door Company of Reading, Redner's Warehouse Markets, Remax Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis, UECU and by Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society. Berks County High School Basketball presented by Cross Keys Insurance only on WEEU, the voice of Berks and beyond and online at 830weeu.com.